0: Ladies and gents, boys and girls, children of all ages Welcome along to another episode of your favourite wrestling podcast My name is James, I'm here with the one, the only, my boy from Houston, Texas Steve, how are you today, man?
1: What's up? Uh, You know, just here, ready to talk about the, the crazy week,
0: weeks in the wrestling, you know Mate, I am so burnt out, like I'm so tired from the last sort of three days of wrestling content i guess no i mean there's a lot of wrestling content anyway like in a week if you want to watch everything Mm -hmm. but um the weekend that we've just had which we will dive into and dissect um Mm -hmm. but firstly yeah how's things with you it's been a month or so since we've been on how you doing uh
1: you know here the grind continues every day you know so i'm okay i'm healthy uh and i'm just here you know not much has changed honestly since the last time
0: we talked <laughs> your boy steve today he was um so it's about half past three uh uk time at the moment and about half past nine your time but you're in the gym at what five o'clock this morning 5
1: a.m to seven thirty, two and
0: a half hours honestly that is dedication guys i uh not for me i don't i mean like i said to you before the only gym i've ever been into is a pokemon gym so um yeah not for me all of that all of that grinding malarkey but um <laughs> just before we get started um this is episode one six, and obviously sweet we 16. don't sixteen. <laughs> sweet 16 and um it's nice that you say it like that because this is our year's anniversary of doing these together um oh, even though i mean that. even though we kind of was doing them a little bit before because we were doing some other stuff on a different kind of show even though the, right. the concept was much the same but um since we jacked that in and started this one uh this is episode 16 and we started episode one on Summerslam last year so oh, yeah
1: that's so awesome yeah hell yeah
0: but mm. it's been a year of sitting at home sitting in the bedroom um you know we haven't seen each other in person since this whole thing's been going oh, on. oh god almost
1: two years almost <laughs> past Last two years now
0: it is past two years isn't it it would have been new york um yeah. 29th, 19. Jesus. god jesus jesus christ. christ um so yeah sad times all around but um i'm supposed to be going to a show in a couple of weeks in september oh yeah it, yeah, they're doing a, like a house show here. It's a Smackdown house show, um, like at the O2 in London. But I'm still not 100. Like Bearing in mind we're only a few weeks out, I'm still not 100% sure it'll go ahead. But I guess mm. we'll see. We'll guess we'll see. Um, all right, sweet. Yeah, I just wanted to mention that it was our, uh, our year's anniversary, as we have no plan on this show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so just before, obviously, this weekend was absolutely rammed with stuff um so between the last episode and this episode just in my notes of just bits and pieces that i don't want to forget Mm -hmm. um just shout out to bray wyatt because he got released um from the e uh, uh earlier this month or the end of last month i'm not sure how long ago it was now but um yeah it must have been earlier this month but uh yeah bray wyatt has uh has parted ways with WWE so how did you feel about that
1: uh, honestly I was like that was unexpected honestly I told you, was like wait what and it was, I just couldn't believe it I was like and then I just kept uh, hearing stories that he was difficult to work with but I, I don't know what's true or not all I know is that
0: they stifled his creativity that company uh- did Honestly, yeah, Bray Wyatt is such a creative genius. Honestly, I was so like disappointed to hear that he'd gone. He's literally one of my favorites, but he just seems to have been done dirty at every single turn. You know, whether it's WrestleMania 31 with the Undertaker or WrestleMania 33 with Randy Orton, even WrestleMania 30 with John Cena. You know, like he didn't win any of those big matches, and even his WWE title reigns were very, very short, um, and they didn't end particularly well. Like I say, Goldberg. The brand new
1: one. we can't forget the Goldberg one.
0: Oh mate. We are going to be talking lots about Goldberg later on. And also Sunberg. Let's not forget Sunberg. Oh, Sunberg oh yes. Um, Yeah. When we talk some SummerSlam stuff, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to shout out Bray Wyatt real quick before I forgot. Um, He'll be fine.
1: He'll be fine. I'm pretty, I keep hearing that he's mo- for sure, you know, going to go to
0: the AEW eventually. You think so? You think that's where he's gonna turn up? Like I yeah, assume and, he would. hmm It seems to like, be I'm like, like hmm. It just seems to be like the second um second best player in get in the game now. Or you know, arguably a lot of people are starting to say the tide's turning after what we're about to talk about. Um from last what was it Friday? Was it Friday? Yeah, Friday. Um so yeah. It's a nice little segue, I guess. Um all right, sweet. I'm just trying to hang on. <laughs> the reason why I'm stumbling a little bit here is bear with me because this yeah. will all be worth it. So uh you won't hit he- you won't have heard it because we don't hear it before we come on the show. But I did a new um I did a new uh entry, entry, intro to the show yeah. with some new, or not new, but some different theme musics that are kind of the rage right now. So oh, yeah. um we're going to talk a little about um, what happened on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Uh. Okay, so that's why I was stumbling, because I was trying to load that up on on YouTube. <laughs> but I had all the adverts, all the adverts kept popping up, so that was really irritating. Mm. Um, yes, you're biased, CM Punk, Chick Magnet Punk, Chicago Made Punk. Cookie Monster Punk. Um,
1: there
0: you go. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> whatever else he coached by um, is all elite. Um, Friday night's Rampage episode of Rampage. For some reason, if you've been living under a rock and haven't known this news, um, it's been rumored for ages, absolutely ages, that CM Punk signed with AEW. It was just a matter of time for when he turned up. Obviously, Rampage was in Chicago this weekend and it was the second episode of Rampage, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, everything stretched to this. Um, <laughs> so, I'm not, like I said, I'm not really sure where to start. I guess we'll start with like the actual entrance and stuff because Rampage literally comes on the air. You have the little title package, pictures, uh, video package come up. Fireworks go off, Pyro goes off, commentators are talking. The fans, unbelievably, unbelievable crowd. You weren't there, were you? I know, I know Floyd went. No, I wasn't there. Um, I saw some other people that I uh, I know of were there as well. Very jealous of every single one of them. But um, the the CM Punk chants was so so loud that when when his music hit, I didn't even hear it to start with on the TV. I was like, oh my god, you know. And then obviously it wasn't until the graphic popped up that I was like, boy. So, uh, but yeah, what were your what were your f- initial thoughts um, on his on his appearance?
1: You know, for years uh, I really like since I would I just thought I mean I honestly thought he wouldn't ever come back to wrestling because WWE legit made that man hate what he loved. He loved wrestling, and they just beat the love out of him at one point. So I was like, uh, maybe, but I don't know. I think he's happy with what he's doing out because he's got a lot of projects going on. You know, he the acting. He had the MMA thing. He did. He contributes to Marvel, so like oh, maybe he's happy not doing it and abusing his body, but you know, I always downplay eh, if he ever comes back, I ain't gonna be too hyped, I said. I was like it's whatever. But he came back and I was like, You know what? I did miss this bastard,
0: not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, exactly right. Everyone was like, Oh, you couldn't play it cool. There was no way to play it cool. It's like the guy um that's been memed where he was crying like on the oh, um Oh yeah, yeah. On the hey, entrance. Yeah yeah i'm literally like that was all of us do you know what i mean sitting at home i was like so friday night right just to give you a little backstory of where i was at so i was um i was at a wedding about two and a half hours away from where mm. i live and i was doing a party right shout, shout out kaylee who won't listen to this show <laughs> but shout out to her. <laughs> and um so i finished her party at midnight and then i obviously drove home um two hours or it's about it's about two and a half hours so I thought oh I'll get I'll get home about you know three o'clock in the morning like 2 for mm-hmm. 2.33 so that you know because um for people that don't realize Rampage actually starts at three in the morning UK time and it wow. starts um directly after Smackdown so Smackdown would be between one and two uh, or oh, sorry one and three the two hours time slot and then Rampage starts right after which is I guess a good idea from the company and it's nice for wrestling fans that are going to watch things live because you can then just roll straight into the next one if you know what I mean but Mm -hmm. um it's not really that great for us normally because I'm like oh I gotta wait till three in the morning for something to happen so um I didn't watch the first Rampage live last week but with this one I was like because we knew what was going to happen and then I was just fortunate that I was kind of on manoeuvres anyway like on location so to speak but mm. i thought uh i just had this feeling in my head that i was going to be too tired you know i was going to come home and be too tired but um i was like i was like really pumped because i thought oh yeah like i just know what's coming in a way and um although it was still not kind of spoiled i guess because um they didn't keep apparently i was reading that they didn't keep punk like hidden or anything like he was walking around the back like Interacting with all the AEW roster and stuff. Like, it wasn't obviously they didn't put anything on their social media channels, like any of the wrestlers or stuff. So it was Mm -hmm. kept quiet, but it wasn't like, you know, where WWE would sort of fly someone into an airport that isn't the direct airport and they have to then drive a little way and then they come in in a, like, you know, under a hoodie and all that sort of stuff. Apparently, Mm -hmm. this didn't happen like that. And because it's CM Punk's hometown as well, I guess, like, um, you know, I didn't see anyone that saw that he went in, though. You would have thought that, like... Um, you Have you watched that documentary about the Bulls on Netflix? Um, uh, Last Dance, I think it's called.
1: The, the Michael Jordan one?
0: That's it, yeah. Have you watched it? Y- yes. So, from the United Center, right? Because that's where they used to play, isn't it? So, um, and this is where Rampage was. Like, there was, like, during the Jordan era, there was literally, like, fans everywhere. And these players could not get into the building without having to sort of interact with fans in some capacity because they Mm. were just everywhere. So I was like a bit baffled that I never saw that or I didn't see it personally. I didn't see it leaked out anywhere that CM Punk was arriving at the United Centre. Do you know what I mean? Especially as he was opening the show, because it wasn't like the show had started and then he could kind of get in a bit later. He opened Mm. the show. So I was a bit surprised that, Um, you know, it all went. Smoothly like that, and you know credit to AEW for for making that happen. Um, so so yeah, just to carry on where I was, um, I was uh, kind of living away for a little while, like the last couple of months. In um, I was just renting a room in another house, sort of thing. And basically, mm. what well, I'd woke everyone up in this house on um at three o'clock in the morning, and they were not happy at all. So um, long story short, I'm now back at home. Wow. <laughs> I literally. Yeah, literally a few days later. I mean, there's a lot of other reasons why i would moved out. It was kind of like my last straw sort of thing. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go home sort of thing. And obviously Friday night did not sit well with them and certain things didn't sit well with me. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go back home sort of thing. So I'll always have that memory of like literally my last night in, you know, rented accommodation. Well, for now anyway. Um, kind of ended pretty poorly because of it but uh yeah I'm, i am I don't regret anything i like yeah as soon as he come out i was like what literally i went crazy and um yeah it was so so cool where where did you watch it did you watch it live or on repeat i was at work on a break <laughs> oh so you got to watch it live still yeah
1: i watched it live. i was like i went up to the break room and i was like Bleh. Uh, let's see. Let's see what's going on on Rampage. I didn't think it was going to open the show, so I caught it just in time. I was like, oh shit, it's him. He's actually here. <laughs> oh and shit, it's that the man. that that bastard. He's here.
0: <laughs> Were you a punk fan originally?
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I had the shirts. I still have the hoodie. One of my shirts doesn't fit no more because I got a little bit too uh swole for it, so I had to. Uh, <laughs> nice. So I had to donate it a little. I had to donate it. But I was like, well, I've always had the memory of the shirt. But, like, yeah, I'm probably going to get the new Ringer shirt
0: eventually. Um, Yeah, so with the shirts, they didn't put them on sale straight away, Um, apparently, from people in the United Center. Because when CM Punk took his hoodie off during the promo, uh, he had – I was there, you know, on the back of his shirt, and they obviously yeah. weren't on sale. But apparently, everyone during the next commercial break – flooded sort of merchandise stands and they sold out like remarkably quickly I heard that people were paying people in the queue to buy them one and stuff like that it was absolutely crazy and then during the um during CM Punk's actual promo he said about like the ice cream bars which if you know CM Punk's history you know the ice cream bars are quite a quite a big deal to him and uh people are now selling the wrappers because they were given out um at the end of the show was it at the end of the show or was yeah, it during at the, at the end at the end of the show okay so people that had got an ice cream bar or whatever are now selling the rappers on ebay for like you know hundreds of dollars sort of thing and it just does make you question your sanity a little bit if you're going to buy something like that but um i'm sure floyd managed i haven't listened to his show yet all things elite um little shout out to him i haven't listened to his show yet so i don't know whether or not he's managed to pick up all of this stuff But um, yeah, it was uh, very, very, very good. What did you think of the promo itself? I liked it. Like he, I liked where he swerved me, where he
1: said that, like, I I left wrestling, was it uh,
0: back in 2005? He yeah, he's Ring of Honor, right? 2005 yeah, when Honor. he signed, well, yeah, when he initially signed with WWE. Yeah, well, he left wrestling
1: in 2005, and he said Ring of Honor. Oh, so, so I'm guessing... And that's okay. That's a little bit of a dig to WWE the because they're not a wrestling company. They're a sports entertainment. <laughs>
0: so I
1: was like, so like, yeah. it's And it's pretty cool that he mentioned that. Like, he left on was it uh, August thirteenth, uh, two thousand five of Ring of Honor. Came back to wrestling August twentieth, two thousand twenty-one back to wrestling. So I was like, oh, that's. I really
0: like the promo. <laughs> So he was he put something on his Instagram story like a few days ago with the with the date that he left. Uh, It was the 5th of August, wasn't it? The date that he put up and people were like, oh, is this the date that he signed? You know, and then obviously the promo made sense now where that was the date that he said that he left professional wrestling sort of thing. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, some some very, very good takeaways from the um, from the promo. I like that. It was just he was just allowed to just go out there and do what he wanted was really really cool i love how he put Brick, Britt baker over in the first minute of his promo pretty much saying like oh you're like uh pittsburgh to Britt baker i thought that was really cool um yeah. so a little nod to her um and then when he started to kind of talk i'm glad that he didn't run down a load of names like from the roster like edge did when he mm-hmm. came back, because he was talking about like, "Oh, I want to wrestle with you know A J. Styles, Seth Rollins, and just named all the big guys sort of thing, whereas Punk was like, "Oh, you know, it's a hell of a locker room, so to speak." And I like how he said, "You know, we've got scores to settle rather than be like, "I really want to work with you all it's not It's not like gl- glisten dyes, it's very much grittier than that, which I like um and that's not what you don't get that in wwe like with edges one it was like oh i'm really happy to be back and i want to i want to wrestle with all these guys whereas punk was like yeah i've got a score to settle with all these people and then just went on to go darby allen which really Mm. made me laugh the way he said it um you know obviously on i think it was on dynamite a few weeks ago darby allen said that you know the words best in the world so there was a lot of heavy rumours to suggest that Darby Allen was going to be Punk's first opponent. Uh, they announced that it's going to be at All Out in, is that in a couple of weeks. It's literally soon, right?
1: I think it's like,
0: isn't it, like yeah.
1: next, isn't it next week?
0: <laughs> is it as early as next week? Bloody hell. Well, we might be back quicker <laughs> than you think. Um, I'm going to find out. Sorry, I didn't look this up. I'm going to just Google it now real quick. I think it's next week um it is the 5th of se- oh, no, that, was last, that was last year's one um let's have a look yeah september 5th 2021 um and it is in chicago so yeah oh that'd be cool yeah i imagine cm punk is gonna headline you think he'll be the main event i would have oh, thought. oh yeah ha- he, ha- he has to be the main event Sure, I can't see why he wouldn't be the main event. Um, yeah, so that's literally, you know. It's uh it was interesting to hear him say though, because he was saying on his promo, like, oh, you know, I'm free Wednesdays, I'm free Fridays, and I'm free, you know, four or five Saturday, Sunday, whatever it is a year. And it made me think like, hmm, is he gonna be full time? Because when he did that podcast with Colt Cabana and stuff, like one of his biggest gripes with WWE was the amount of like overexposure there was on him because he was every house show every signing every raw smackdown taping you know he was literally everywhere um during the higher you know that summer of punk so to speak that they or the year of punk that they like to call it so it'd be interesting to see if he is at every dynamite and every rampage because he's a draw so it'd be interesting to see how they how they book him and how they play him from here What, what do you think do you think you'll see him every week
1: in in some capacity, he, we might see him every week. I just don't think like when he, I don't think he minds doing this stuff every week. I just think like he didn't like wrestling on every show every day of the freaking week. So like, I can see him like, you know, he'll go through a good long, a good decent run. He'll probably disappear for like a couple of weeks and then come back and do another good run. So that's how
0: I think he's going to do his schedule. I think the fans will be happy with that as well. Um, yeah. to tell you the truth. I mean, not to say he's old, because I mean, he's only 12 years older than me, but he's 42. Um, and I have to say, you know, he's been away from the ring for seven years and he did look a bit grayer. Not gonna lie. I mean, uh, the, still...
1: the, the the beard look hella gray.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I didn't think he looked bad per se, but he looked a lot grayer, which made me think, you know, is it's it a yeah it has been you know you know seven years so to speak seven so, long minutes <laughs> seven long minutes. seven hot minutes um so yeah i'm i'm not convinced that he's going to go full time i would expect him to be you know an irregular a bit like our podcast an irregular um part of the show when they need to sort of you know boost a bit of ratings and stuff like that so um But I don't think that's going to be necessarily a bad thing because he should be on every pay-per-view in that sense because there's only four a year Mm -hmm. and the odd special here and there. And to be honest as well, where WWE have literally just given them all of their talent over the last year or so, AEW's roster is stacked. So they can do okay without having CM Punk on it. I just think what... um, So I had a text from a friend, um, Ryan, his name is, shout out Ryan. He hasn't watched wrestling since... Um so he used to watch all the WrestleManias with me before I started going. So twenty eight was my first WrestleMania. So um Mm -hmm. when we were at school and then into our kind of like pre adolescent, you know, hood. Uh we used to watch, you know, whether it was SummerSlam, Rainier, Royal Rumble, we used to watch them all live, like at one of our houses, so thing sort of thing. And he obviously Mm -hmm. loved CM Punk. CM Punk was his guy then. And then he not he just stopped watching wrestling. He just kind of didn't he fell away from it you know wasn't an interest in it and he replied to my instagram story and was like wait what <laughs> he's like you telling me CM Pump's back in wrestling and then he wanted the high, the kind of you know the whatever we call it the uh, the low down the d-low brown down of um mm. of what's going on in wrestling right now and he said you know when i pitched when i told him what was what he said oh it sounds like aew is kind of going to be my place then you know which is interesting to hear that you know, people are kind of drifting away from WWE, but, um, I found that interesting just to sort of throw that out there. But, um, yeah, it's CM Punk has brought back a lot of kind of part-time wrestling fans, I guess, to a product as well that, um, needed it, I guess. Cause, um, I mean, they've got a lot of money behind them, you know, uh, uh, Tony, Tony Khan's got, you know, loads and loads of money behind him, but, you know, it's all what you do with it, isn't it? So, I think he's done absolutely brilliantly so far. So, um, yeah, anything else? Sorry, we've been rambling. Here. Anything else that you want to add to the CM Punk chat? Because uh, I feel like I'm rambling. No, just
1: thought the entrance was great. I I saw the look in his face when uh, he came out and just soaked it all in. I enjoyed that he jumped into the crowd. That was pretty funny, I ain't going to lie. And, did,
0: a, uh, did a little bit of you not go, oh, COVID? <laughs> I I did. Uh, you know what, I
1: was just like, so like, wow, it's, he's actually here that I was like, I didn't even process that until like, the next day, I was like, wait, that dude jumped into a crowd of people he don't even know. <laughs> Look at me the next day, I probably like, wait, ew, maybe should go get
0: tested again, bro, bro. I was like, I hope he's vaccinated. But um, yeah, no, very, very, very cool. Um, I think it's the, it was the last real wrestling pop left, I think. Um mm-hmm. I don't think there's a bigger one now. Um, can you think of anything that would be bigger? Don't think so. Everyone would. Than CM, CM Punk? Uh, nope. You know, like WWE fans have been chanting, you know, when things don't go their way, you know, in arenas, they chant CM Punk. That's the right. big, that's been the cool thing to do the last seven years. You know, what do we Wait, do now? <laughs> there, there
1: is one, There is one more pop that I think will destroy the wrestling internet.
0: On, try Sylv- me.
1: Sylvain Granier. That that's for me. That'll be it. For <laughs> God's
0: sake! <laughs> for God's sake, Steve! I thought you were really gonna hit me with something. It? <laughs> hey, I'll You know what? Every, uh, right. For me personally, on a personal level, because like, um, so AJ Lee was trending like during oh, the same. Oh, there you go.
1: I, I, how could I could I forget about April? <laughs> so April Mendes.
0: Yeah, um, if
1: she comes back, I would lose my. Shit. I lost my shit when I met her a couple years back. I was like, oh my god, she's as tiny as me, but she's so awesome.
0: She is so cool. Um, no, I mean like obviously that's on a personal level for us because we're women's wrestling fans. But yeah. for me, it'll be her or Paige. You know, like if their music hits somewhere, you know that'll be super cool. But um, in terms of the whole wrestling big community, I don't think it gets better than CM Punk. You know, dude's been yeah. away seven for seven years um and wrestlers or sorry wrestling wrestlers wrestlers as well are like mm-hmm. fans of cm punk yeah, you know yeah and wrestling fans that enjoy the art of wrestling as well as the entertainment side are fans of cm punk i haven't seen anyone go oh it's only cm punk you know do you know what i mean mm-hmm. that makes sense. So, uh, uh,
1: well they're having people you know like this sh- that like the shrill that at the WWF who are at the upper level and also those WWF freaking supporters, you know, like the real hardcore ones that won't watch anything else but the crap that's
0: been on TV lately. Oh, my God, mate. Like, you know what? Raw has been so, so bad that even little people in our own like community, so you know, like Ian and Lisa and John and that. Uh, Lisa, Lisa, to her credit, she's been watching AEW since day one like I have. Um, but Ian, oh my God, if he listens to this, I'm gonna next time I see him as well. I Should be seeing him in a couple of weeks because he's coming down for the house show. But yeah. I'm like, oh mate, you are such a hypocrite. Because with with my other mate John, he don't watch mm. Dynamite weekly. He watch a few highlights here and there, but he will watch the pay per views. Whereas mm-hmm. Ian hasn't touched any AEW recently, but all of a sudden because Raw's really bad, he was like, oh I'm gonna give this a go, and now he likes it. And now CM Punk's back, he's raving about it. And I'm like, ah. Ah. I mean, I'm not like I say, it's so difficult because I do want to encourage people to watch it. But when you've been mm-hmm. slagging it off for a year and he has been or a year and a half, he's been like, oh, it's just Indies, you know, glorified Indie. And, and now it's, that,
1: not, no, it's not a glorified Indie anymore. It's, it's so it's actually a really great
0: T-shirt company, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Based out of Chicago. Be- best T-shirt company I've ever I've ever uh, seen in my life, honestly. Definitely. I actually have two t-shirts from them, bearing in mind they don't have a UK presence. So that will tell you everything you need <laughs> to know.
1: That says a lot already. There exactly.
0: you go. So, um, yeah, AEW, man, is the nuts. So uh, let's let's just roll through the um, the match card then for All Out that we totally knew was happening. Right. Because um, I was literally like, oh shit, I didn't realize that was actually happening this this week. So you're going to have a a women's casino battle royal hmm. um, for a future AEW women's championship match. Who do you think's got that? I honestly have no idea.
1: I have no clue who's going to win that. They I'm pretty sure they're going sure to throw some uh,
0: surprises in there for that battle royale, honestly. You know what? I'm just gonna say a name because I just love her. Ty Conti. That's who I'm going for. Oh, you know what? Yeah, how could I forget about my friend Ty Conti, who's been un- like close to undefeated
1: this entire year. If yeah. anyone deserves if anyone deserves a title shot, it's her.
0: I know Tony Khan's like really hot on her as well, partly because she is super hot, but also. Oh,
1: oh yeah, that woman is incredibly <laughs> incredibly hot. Love that woman.
0: Definitely. Um. Yeah, I'm just gonna throw her name out there. Why not? And you know um, what?
1: We're backing Tate Conti on his Battle Royal. Screw it. That's what we're doing.
0: <laughs> I I wouldn't want her to win the title though, because um, Oh no, she's
1: think... she's not, not going to be Britt Baker, but you know, her guy having an opportunity against Britt Baker would be perfectly fine. I love both women.
0: On a Britt Baker, like not just for female wrestling in it either, but is on one of the hottest streaks going right now, and um, I'm I've actually booked to meet her in November at Wales Comic Con, and I'm literally oh. like. Has to have the belt still by then, <laughs> you know, because she does. bring I'm, the belt. I'm pretty sure
1: she's gonna have the title for a long. Who has the Who has the record uh, title? I'm pretty sure it's Hikaru Shida still, right? I think yeah. she'll pass. I think she'll pass that, honestly.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I like Shida, but her her title reign was, you know, it was long, but it was. I don't think it's overly memorable. I know, more.
1: but you know, she had to carry that title through freaking the the pandemic. So like, she did what she had to do.
0: True that true that no you're not wrong you're not wrong uh all right ty Ty conti it, not um kenny omega and christian cage speaking of which christian cage beat omega on the first episode of rampage Mm -hmm. for the tna impact
1: world titles
0: because i didn't realize that you i thought the tna and the impact titles were different because they're two separate belts i didn't realize it's a kind of like you know, no, when like Brock they they
1: they are different. Actually, it's two belts, but you know they're not two belts. It's weird. It's a whole thing in Impact.
0: Yeah, so I don't watch Impact, so I, I, I'm a bit like not clued up on it. But from what I gathered, it was a bit like when Brock beat Cena at SummerSlam for those for when it was like the WWE World Heavyweight Title. You know when yeah, you had both I guess Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess that's how you um, could
1: put it. By the way, freaking Christian retired the gold TNA title. It's retired now, so it's just the Impact title now.
0: Oh, is that right? Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, but um, no, it was quite a cool match actually. Um, shenanigans. We love shenanigans. Oh, of and the The uh, kill switch slash on prettier on the chair for the win, which was quite cool. Uh, oh yeah, that was
1: that looked really good on TV. I was like, ooh, <laughs>
0: I feel like that's the only way you beat Omega at the moment is by literally caving his head into something. Right. He seems to be the guy right now. But um, I don't think Omega loses uh, the AEW World Title anytime soon. You know, I like Christian, but don't think he wins this one.
1: Oh yeah, I agree. I mean, he won the Impact title, but just to like give us like, hey, this, Christian can beat Omega. Maybe he can do it again. But no, not not at all out. Oh, no, I can't
0: see it happening. Yeah, I think they've given Christian this other belt to kind of make him look better than, I don't want to say better than he is, but like where he signed and there was that disappointment, you know, because everyone thought it was going to be CM Punk then. And um, <laughs> he was like, people were like, oh, you better not just win the title straight away. So like the fact that he has kind of done that work rate thing, I still don't really want him to win the title just doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense to me so having the impact title and because he was an impact guy as well that makes more sense to me so he should just sort of stay there stay in his lane <laughs> so um yeah i'm gonna go kenny on that one as well uh pack and andrade i didn't know that was a match actually i missed last yeah. week i missed Neither. last week's dynamite i was too busy last week and like with work because it's a school holiday so i'm literally in a lot um, with work so i missed a couple of shows here and there but I didn't even know this was a match um, but I'm going to just go with Pac just because I can't stand Charlotte Flair and Andrade has his connection to Charlotte Flair
1: I think Andrade is going to pull this one out because like yeah freaking apparently people are saying that Andrade still has yet to uh, have a, a great match in AEW that will blow your freaking pants off. I was like, hey, like I uh, supposedly the match uh he had with Omega um down in triple A like a couple like a week ago was really good. So hey maybe this pack is as good of a worker,
0: so huh? maybe it'll be as, maybe it'll be good as well. I did hear about that actually as well because didn't didn't Andrade win that one? He, didn't he beat Kenny or didn't Kenny want him to win or something. I can't remember what went down but Yeah um, they
1: they changed the they uh, AW, uh, had uh triple A uh change the finish so Omega could retain because I think since he already lost the title uh a title the week before, uh, right. they didn't right. want right. their champion to lose another title like back to back, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I got you. Um yeah, no, I did read something, like I said I didn't watch it, so I, I had no idea. But um yeah, I did read something to say that Kenny Omega wanted to lose, but then yeah, he obviously won. So hmm, okay. Um Paul White versus QT Marshall. Again, I didn't know this was happening, so this must have happened on either last week's Dynamite or through Dark Elevation or something that I've not seen. But um, I didn't know Paul White was wrestling again. I didn't know that either, which is why he should lose to QT Marshall. (laughs) Which kind of sucks. Yeah, no, QT Marshall all day long. Uh, A steel cage match for... The AW World Tag Team Championships, the Young Bucks versus Tag Team Elimin- Eliminators. Um, but that, uh, when's that? Is that going to be on Dynamite this week or something?
1: It's got to be this week, I think. I think it's got to be tomorrow, actually.
0: It has to be Jurassic Express, though, right? No oh, one else.
1: Yeah, they ha- I think they're, they're the only team I think that has any momentum.
0: Yeah, no one makes any other sense. Like literally, the way they've been building this is for Jurassic Express, because you've had um, you've had uh, Jurassic Express teaming with Christian over the mm. last sort of month, going against different variations of the Bucks and the Elite. So has to be Jurassic Express, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I don't really want Jurassic Express to win that tag team title match though, because I want Jungle Boy to win a singles title. Rather mm-hmm. than be a tag team wrestler, but that's right. just my own personal um, take. But uh, yeah, you know, I, I guess um, it'd be nice for them to win. You know, they have been a faction for a long time. So I, I guess think
1: for be- I think for Jungle Boy, I think you know you have to build, keep build, even though he's been getting built, you got to keep building him up. A, a, a nice little tag team reign w- doesn't hurt anybody, and that's when he can move on to bigger and better things.
0: You know when you used to play the um. You know the old SmackDown versus Raw games, and you went on to like season mode or whatever it was called, and you couldn't oh, challenge, that. and you couldn't challenge for the top titles right away. Like you had yeah. to either be tag team champion or mid-card champion first, and then literally mm-hmm. a year later you could challenge for the other one. So yeah, yep. you got a point. You got a point based on SmackDown versus Raw law. You're absolutely right. <laughs> uh, and then those, hopefully, I love those
1: video games so much.
0: Yeah, 2K22 has. Um, no gameplay footage yet but there's been some like little snippets of like entrances and things um looks like it's going to be good but I said that about the last one which obviously was over a year ago now pre-pandemic because it was 2k 20 and they didn't do a 21 because that's how bad 20 was that they've been you know they went to uh what do they call it back to the um drawing board with it so but yeah, 2K22 I think sponsored. Did it sponsor SummerSlam as well?
1: Maybe? Yeah, Super Slam. yep.
0: The Super Slam featuring John Cena. Um, yeah, it really, did, it really did feature John Cena. <laughs> it really did. Uh, so yeah, your main event is CM Punk versus Darby Allen. Punk can't lose, surely. Yep, Punk is winning. Unless it's shenanigans, Darby with Sting shenanigans. No, I
1: don't. I don't think. Uh, Freaking! The reason I don't think there's gonna be any shenanigans is because I think these guys know that's what something WWE would do just to really get heat, just a short-term heat. I'm like, nah, they're gonna do it straight up. Punk's gonna win. There's probably gonna be a handshake at the end, of the end of the match. That's it.
0: We go home happy. Love a handshake. I feel like there hasn't been any handshakes for a while. What was the last handshake we saw? Can't I, I can't. I can't remember honestly. <laughs> Can't even remember. Well, I remember oh,
1: last, hand, I, last, not an AEW. I remember the last handshake, uh, it was Becky uh, shaking Bianca's hand, and well, you, you know what that happened. Uh,
0: we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I know. I uh, know. Okay, cool. Let's go into SummerSlam then. Well, let's just recap AEW. Dino, uh, AEW All Out will take place on the fifth of September, which is next Saturday. <laughs> I actually yep. don't know. So, yeah, that's happening. We'll obviously yep. try and come back and cover that that week, which would be cool. All right, mm-hmm. let's go and talk about some SummerSlam. I see. We've been on for like almost 40 minutes and we literally just spoke about punk for about half an hour. <laughs> 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 it was always going to happen. Anyway, big deal. Big deal. Of course, he yeah, yeah, had mm-hmm. a big deal. Such a big deal. Okay, cool. Let's talk some SummerSlam then, which took place uh, live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, in Allegiant Stadium, which is um, a newly built stadium. The Raiders play there. I'm sure you know this stuff already, but just Mm -hmm. for some people that might not. When I was there to see Gaga like a year and a half ago. um, They were building it. Yeah, it wasn't finished. So that's how new it is. Um, But uh, I'm surprised it's – so two surprises, I guess. I'm surprised it's not bigger because it's Vegas and you think everything's bigger in Vegas. It's only 60,000, which, you know, for football anyway, or your football, should I say? Although, no, no, Uh, not your football. No,
1: not my football. No,
0: not your football. (laughs) These Uh,
1: Americans, as Bret Hart would say, these Americans football. (laughs) Goddamn
0: Americans. uh, (laughs) Their football uh, is 60,000. But with the stage and seating and stuff around the ring, should have been a bit more for wrestling. But... They didn't come anywhere near to selling it out, did they? Um, I saw some pictures on Instagram where people were doing, you know, like a video of the whole stadium. And Mm -hmm. WWE's cameras were very ideally set up to show you a whole end that wasn't sold. Um, Which is disappointing, I think, personally, uh, for like, you know, your second biggest show of the year. And it's like, bearing in mind, we've just come out of lockdowns and things where people haven't been able to attend. Um, and I think that's quite telling of WWE's product recently, mm-hmm. uh, and especially the way that this show has been booked, which we'll, you know, dive into. But um, my, my first initial thoughts when I started the show, because um, I did start the show, I watched the first hour, but I was in work Monday, so I didn't want to watch it all. So I watched the first hour. And my first thought was, where's the stage? <laughs> there was no stage. It was literally they come out of like the equivalent of where the tunnel would be for you know, your Yank football people. But um, um, did you think that they would have a little bit more better production? Well,
1: uh, well, ever since I knew they were still trying to open up a couple more tickets, I knew that, like, because they really wanted a big crowd in there, I knew that, like, I'm pretty sure since they're going to try and make this as big as close to, like, 50,000 if they can, they'll probably... I kind of already knew in my head they're probably not going to do an elaborate stage. It kind of reminded me of the Royal Rumble uh, entrance, uh, the way they did with the curving of the entrance rail and everything. That's how I thought of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it looked bad, per se, but it didn't look what you'd expect it to look. When when you hear there's a big event going in a stadium, you expect... Mm -hmm. Apparently, though, they weren't allowed to have pyro. Apparently, Because it's a new stadium, apparently they haven't tested that yet or something. Something I was reading on Twitter the other day, because I don't know if you noticed, everything was just done as those like smoke kind of cannons rather than any kind of pyro. So um, I found that quite interesting because I feel like WWE really do rely on their presentation of things. Because you could watch the worst show in the world, but it would look great (laughs) with WWE. So I felt like they really missed that. But, um, just you know, through... I, I think they knew that
1: they were going to be able to use a pyro at uh, SummerSlam, so they just used all of it, all they had at Hell in a Cell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they just blew it up, literally yeah, blew yeah. up the whole arena, went crazy. <laughs> it is nice to see fans back in arenas, though, I have to say. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to go in a couple of weeks, but we'll wait and see what happens with that. But um, the official attendance was 51,326. Which for that side stadium, I don't think that's very good, personally. You know, Arsenal Football Club is 60,000 and we still get 60,000 and we're dog shit. So, (laughs) Hey,
1: uh, at least you're not dead last.
0: (laughs) We might as well be. I mean, we lost, you know, losing to bloody newly promoted Brentford. I mean, Chelsea were always going to beat us. So we you know we we kind of accepted that but losing to Brentford first day we were like oh my goodness. Yeah. And then you you boys at the weekend? Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean I think you'll beat us like quite comfortably. Um be interesting to see because I think like Pep will go easy because Arteta used to be his prodigy so it'll be like oh we won't beat him too bad cuz he's a friend. We don't but, we, um, we don't
1: want him to get the sack after the third week of the season. <laughs>
0: i don't think he'll get the sack to be honest arsenal aren't a, like a sacking club you know i don't think even though we sacked emery but i just don't think we would really i feel like you know they keep saying oh trust the process trust the process but the process is get us relegated i'm not sure i want to trust it mm-hmm. anywho um, yeah, uh... little tangent there for you uh so yeah back to summer slam or Super Slam featuring John Cena. Uh that was actually the main event. That was actually billed as like the biggest match on this card, which I thought was quite interesting. Um uh, did you see the pre-show? Because I did not. I missed I it. I
1: did not. I think it was just Big E and Baron Corbin. Uh, Baron Corbin looks miserable still. And uh yeah. <laughs> Didn't Big E yeah. win? I'm pretty sure Biggie won and got his money in the bank briefcase back.
0: Yeah, I I've been Basically. enjoying Baron Corbin's um shtick recently though it's been really <laughs> funny like it's been one of the better things that's been going on away from the like main title pictures i guess um mm. i have enjoyed him it's like when he was on raw the other week don't know why he was on raw i think just to kind of you know to collect a
1: bounty him. on drew mcintyre
0: <laughs> i think it was to give people a little bit of comic relief because raw is really hard to watch like raw is weekly. abysmal abysmal um, but when he, when Drew was like, "How much money do you want?" and he said a hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> it just cracked me up because I was like, "Oh my god, this guy's supposedly homeless and he's asked for a hundred grand." Absolute legend. But yeah, I've enjoyed the uh, the Corbin stuff. He's he's been doing some little shorts as well, like on social media, like of him wandering around Vegas, getting lucky and things. is uh is quite amusing if you've seen those. But um. I haven't gone back to watch the match, put it that way. I'm you know, I'm not really that worried about eh, it. It was, so. it was
1: yeah, it wasn't that I don't
0: think <laughs> that big of a deal. I just know big E one. Yeah, big E one. That's what it says. All right, so the um opening of the main show was um Randy Orton and Riddle, RK Bro, uh beating AJ and Omos for the Royal Tag Team titles. Uh what have you thought of this story and what have you thought what did you think of this match?
1: Literally it's the only good thing that's been happening on Raw. Yeah, it can be kind of cheesy. I know some segments like were really stupid building up, but hey, uh for though got the booking right. They gave us what uh the fans wanted, I guess, and that was like RK Bro uh winning the titles. So I was like, "All right, that's a good way to start the show, I guess. It'd pay off the the thing you've been doing for months."
0: Yeah, I think it's um yeah. Like it's nice, like you say, nice to have a payoff, really. Um, I've, I've been enjoying Riddle uh, quite a lot. He is, he is very funny. Uh, Randy Orton, you know, we've we've discussed him before on the disgusting, discussing him on this podcast discussed before. <laughs> um, and I'm not a fan really of Randy, but what I do appreciate is that he's trying to bring up like a new guy with him, if you know what I mean, rather than just mm-hmm. be like, actually, I'm going to be in a title picture again forever. So I guess I appreciate that side of um, of Randy. Uh, what I would just say, though, on this is, uh, so they put out an advert. I don't know when it was exactly in the show of SummerSlam, but there was an advert for Crown Jewel, which will be taking place after Extreme Rules, I believe. I don't think a- it's called
1: Crown Jewel. I think it's called Saudi Money Six. This is the sixth uh, Ara- Saudi Arabian
0: one. <laughs> yeah, so. bl- Blood Money Six. Blood um, Money Six right there. But yeah, they, obviously they're going back to Saudi, which is a bit disappointing. But um, obviously they've got a contract with them, so they're going to go back. So I fully expect this tag team rivalry to go through that pay-per-view just because mm-hmm. Omos is massive. And you know they'll love him there because they love things like that, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, like, they, love,
1: they love Goldberg like a, like a motherfucker uh, over there. <laughs>
0: They're literally like, Omos is a giant. Look at him, you know." So I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, to even
1: think. Bamba Ton, Bamba Tui, when he was on the roster, got like a big pop. Yeah,
0: definitely. Have you noticed as well? Um, obviously they won on SummerSlam, but um, Ali and Mansoor, Mansoor they've been getting a bit of a rub. and it's like, oh, gee, funny. I wonder, gee,
1: I wonder why.
0: <laughs> exactly, isn't it? Watch them win honest.
1: the watch them win the Raw Tag Titles over there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, potentially. I was going to say if they're tagging still, you could have a bit of a freeway here between these ones or last time they did like a massive tag team turmoil kind of match, didn't they? So I wouldn't be surprised to see that happen. But yeah, it just made me think of Omos because I was like, this guy is giant, you know, really, really big. He just towers over AJ and stuff. And I'm literally like, they'll fucking love him out there, won't they? So it it, will 100% be on the show, put it that way.
1: You know what? When they do uh when they do freaking meet and greets again, hopefully in Dallas, uh man that that'll be one hell of a picture uh between me and Omas. <laughs> the dude is seven two. I'm five foot two.
0: He's two feet taller than me. Is that all you are? Five foot two. Jesus. I'm five
1: Christ. foot two. Yeah,
0: and he's 7'2". I'm five ten, I think. Um, and I learned yesterday that I could play a stormtrooper because stormtroopers are on average five ten. Ah, oh, you bastard! Did you know that? So I basically. I found out yesterday that um well I found out a little bit before yesterday but uh, Prince William and Prince Harry yeah had, I know they
1: were in the Star Wars yeah they were stormtroopers
0: well they weren't because they got cut because they oh they got oh. <laughs> yeah I thought they so, were too, in it um no Daniel Craig was he was in the uh, Force Awakens he interrogates Rey um in that film but yeah Prince Will and Prince Harry like filmed for it but they mm. were too tall. Apparently, yeah. a Stormtrooper is required to be 5'10". So there's a career path that you can't go down as well there, Steve. But um, I'll keep my options <laughs> Um All right, the next match was um, Little Miss Bliss. Actually, she's not Little Miss Bliss. She hasn't been Little Miss Bliss for years. The, Alexa the evil Bliss. is mine. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, the way you just said it as well just made me shiver. It's so cringy. It's unbelievable. But uh, Alexa Bliss and Eva Marie with... Um, Viper. I'm not calling her yeah, dewdrop. <laughs> Viper Piper Niven. I refuse to call her Dewdrop. It's just That's oh. degrading. <laughs> it's so bad. Um so I reckon a year ago when we were talking about SummerSlam last year, um and going on, you know, podcasts and stuff, I remember talking up Alexa Bliss and the Bray Wyatt stuff, saying it was really, really good and I really, really liked it. Mm-hmm. I've done a total U turn on it. I think it's one eighty. Shot- oh mate i feel yeah yeah 180 (laughs) i was gonna say a 360 but then that would actually bring me back to liking it but no yeah 180 (laughs) um it's it's so cringy uh the whole lily stuff is really shit um i heard the
1: lily doll sold really well over the weekend
0: (laughs) yeah right so so they're they're not gonna stop So this was something I was reading as well because they were apparently in two minds about dropping it after SummerSlam because they were like, right, depending on how the sales go of the Lily Dolls was whether or not we keep it or drop it. And apparently, yeah, they're going to keep running with it now. for the Yeah, they're,
1: they're, these damn fans, like, why are you buying that? Exactly. <laughs> you know, you're prolonging the suffering. <laughs> oh, and don't get me wrong. I, I love Alexa Bliss, but like, and she, You know, she's doing what she's told. She's doing the best she can. But, of course, there's going to be people who are going to shit on her because, like, yeah, you just stole um, Bray Wyatt's gimmick. I mean, she's just doing her job. Like, I can't really shit on Alexa Bliss, but I do hate the segment. not going to lie.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, absolutely bang on the money there. I I love Alexa Bliss, like you just said. And acting-wise, she's superb at what she's doing. But what she's doing just isn't worth doing. (laughs) You know, I sounded a bit like I
1: want the the goddess back, honestly.
0: Oh, I do, too. Um, You know, I don't mind having a little bit of darkness in there because, I mean, it's like with um, I compare her a bit to Candace on NXT where she's incorporating that Disney magic to her character. Yeah, yeah. kind of like because they're both massive Disney fans, hence why I just threw that in there. But like they're trying to do that sort of villain twist on it. But I think, you know, with Alexa, she is performing really well in that sense. But it's just it just sucks. Yeah, exactly. What she's got to deal with is just awful. And it's just so hard to watch. Like I was watching Raw last week in my house. Well, in my rented house. James, the, the
1: freaking dog wink. I turned off, off the TV. I was like, no,
0: really? Yeah. I mean, I thought about it, to be honest. No, I, I, was just... I legit did and just started watching Thor. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Why not? Why not? great film um but yeah I was literally watching it in the living room of my rented house at the time and one of the housemates came in and was like what the fuck is this shit and I was like you know what yeah I don't know (laughs) I'm so sorry (laughs) I didn't I didn't have anything to say back but um but yeah uh what can I say about this match though really the only thing was like we haven't really seen if Eva can go yet or not because she hasn't really done anything yet Uh, you know I think she's mm-hmm. probably doing better than she did on her last run, but that wasn't anything very good either. Special. But, um, she still
1: even wrestled in her last run.
0: Yeah, exactly. But I haven't seen Raw yet, so I don't know what has happened exactly. But with the whole Doudrop, Piper, Viper, Niven, um, like kind of walking away in a gown sort of thing, as if to say, oh, I'm done with you. Mm-hmm. I was fully expecting them to get back together on Raw, as if it didn't happen. And I haven't seen Raw, so I don't know if that's the case or not, but I'm fully expecting to just see Eva with Hyper Viper Dewdrop next to her as if that didn't happen on Sunday night, um, because that's what WWE do. They just want you to forget certain things. So, um, you know, everything's done for a pop, which is really annoying, which we'll get Mm -hmm. to later. But, um, yeah, all right, so that was that match. It wasn't very long anyway. It was three minutes, four minutes. Three
1: minutes, thank God.
0: Yeah, uh, Damien Priest defeating Sheamus for the United States title. Quite like this, boy, was one of the better matches on the show, actually. Quite liked it, quite, quite hard going, quite physical. What do you think? Yeah, yourself? Uh, yeah. Um, I swear to god, Damian Priest almost
1: broke his hip when he did his little dive.
0: Yeah, we've said this about Damian Priest in the past before, though, haven't we? How, like, I think it's his legs, he's so long legged that. Mm-hmm. When he does dives and stuff, he, oof, yeah, like he went over the top, didn't he, and trying. Nah, like, he 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 looked he looked hurt, honestly, the rest of the match. Even Sheamus, his expression on his face when he come flying over top, he was like, oh shit, you know, because he's obviously there to catch him, and it it looked like he weren't gonna catch him, you know. So, um, yeah, you happy with uh, Priest as champion now? Yeah. Um...
1: I, I think he was on Raw the next night, so I guess he's okay, but I, I was really worried about that fall, and then freaking Sheamus gashed him with the with the face mask, too, and he had, like, a little knot on his head, too, so I was like, yeah. man, this dude's messed up as a uh... Looked just as messed up as Ilya Dragunov the next night.
0: <laughs> oh, man, that was... All right, we'll get to that as well, but that was super sick. Um, yeah, they both looked wrecked. <laughs> yeah, literally. like the, Yeah, but it was quite nice to see that, I guess. Like, you know, Damien Priest is a tough fucker. Apparently yeah. he used to work security and stuff before he was a wrestler. So he was a... You know, he's an odd fella. And obviously Seamus is odd and all. So this was really good in the fact that they just like beat the shit out of each other, essentially. Um... And I like that, you know, the whole Damien... Uh, so going back to the bad booking of Raw recently, um, Damien Priest has been dealing with Miz Morrison since WrestleMania. And um, even the week prior to SummerSlam, like the Go Home show, he was still in the Miz and Morrison segment. And I was like, you've got a US title match on Sunday. Build that instead. What are you doing? Honestly, I just could not work it out. But um, hopefully with the title hopefully his next challenger isn't the Miz if it's the Miz I'm going to actually go crazy but um, (laughs) hopefully uh, Damien Priest can do something with the title and you know give it a little bit of something make it a little bit more enjoyable but um, not to say Seamus was a bad champion or anything but he hadn't defended it for a while from what I remember um, can't tell you exactly except like against
1: like Humberto Carrillo for like five
0: consecutive weeks or something like that I don't know in the uh, in the Raw Time Warp, because every week was exactly the same for a while. I felt like mm-hmm. I was watching the same show on repeat. Honestly, actually, the other week, about two three weeks ago, I was watching it on my Skybox, and I went back and I, mm-hmm. just to make sure I was watching the right show. And I was like, oh, I've loaded up last week's one. And then when I went on it, I was like, oh, no, this is actually a new episode of Raw. But, yeah, yeah how annoying. Um, okay, cool. I thought this match was... Build for the pre-show, but it because I um I wasn't expecting to see this on the main show. But the Usos versus uh, Ray and Dominic for the titles, and the Usos retained. I thought yeah. that was on the pre-show, but um, yeah, no, you can't really show.
1: you can't really say much about this match. It's basic. I, we've been literally watching the Usos versus Dom and Ray in different varieties since Money in the Bank, so.
0: Yeah, no, we actually have say, like yeah. on SmackDown, you've seen every variation possible of it, and you've seen every possible finish as well. Where you've had certain each party cheat, each party get DQs, each party do this, you know, and it's literally been like, oh, you know, do something. So, um, I feel I honestly feel WWE recently goes for SmackDown too, because even though SmackDown is a good show, um, away from like the main title stuff, uh, it's, everything else is pretty poor. I think, personally, and mm-hmm. it's just it's filler, but it's not even good filler because I feel like this pay-per-view so far, I don't feel like I'm talking about SummerSlam with you. I feel like I'm talking about a filler pay-per-view halfway through the year, you know? Yep. Like a whatever, well, whatever Extreme Rules turns out to be, but um, I think yeah, that was, was the just, next
1: pay-per-view, actually.
0: It is, yeah. It hasn't got a tagline yet, so we'll wait to see what that is. Extreme Rules. I <laughs> oh, tried to think what it's going to be. I'll wait and see, but, um... I mean with extreme rules though they can't do the shenanigans that they did last year because there'll be people there to call them out on it so at mm-hmm. least that's one thing to come from it but okay okay Smackdown Women's Championship time where do we start with this so what was the status of Sasha Banks covid
1: they they didn't say covid they said they they didn't even say like a medical reason. They just said she was out because at first I heard, like, what before, uh, before this happened, they were saying, oh, uh, Bianca and Sasha were taking off a couple house shows, but then they were cleared. And Bianca, so I was like, okay, we're going to get uh, Bianca and Sasha. And like, they said on sun, on Saturday, the day of SummerSlam, that Sasha wasn't going to be there. Like, I was listening to The Observer and I was like, I thought she was clear. And then, like, when she wasn't on SummerSlam, I was like, then and she wasn't even on freaking uh SmackDown the day before as I like,
0: Yeah, so what on SmackDown she... the day before you had Bianca versus Carmelo and um Zelina. I almost called it her here, Trinidad then. Yeah, Zelina Vega is her name in uh, WWE. Um yeah, and I was like, I've seen this. I was like, why is this happening? And then I didn't think anything of it because I su- I had such a busy weekend as well. Um mm-hmm. I didn't think anything of it. So by the time I watched it, I was like, Oh, okay, like I didn't think, oh, where's Sasha? Do you know what I mean? Even though I should have, because I was like, She wasn't on SmackDown, so where's Sasha? Anyway, because I watched SmackDown Saturday morning, so I obviously watched SummerSlam uh Saturday night into Sunday, so it wasn't really that much time difference. I sort of rolled one into the other, so it was like, Oh, okay, I didn't even think about it. But um, so Sasha was out and then um, Greg Hamilton announced that Sasha is unable to compete. And a lot of the fans seemed pissed. They started to like boo at this point. And then they said, oh, you know, the replacement is. And I'd so I'd already known it was Becky at this point because I'd seen it. Um, obviously, I was watching. This is where I I'd, I'd stopped watching like live like mm-hmm. long before this so i was catching up the next day so i already knew it was becky but i didn't know how what the context was of it i just knew becky was back and then when i so i was expecting becky to come out here <laughs> and when they said oh uh so carmella. instead bianca's opponent will be and there was a pause and then he was like the so most, most beautiful, beautiful woman you know or in the wwe carmella and i was like oh okay and then Carmella's making her way down to fucking not hill booze, but just situation booze. Go away. Booze. That was go away heat right there. Do you, I don't think it do you think it was? Because I, th- I I wouldn't agree with that just because I thought a lot
1: of people were <laughs> like I think people were legit. Like they'd rather have nothing than watch Carmella see against Bianca <laughs> again because they've literally seen Bianca and Carmella building like since
0: before even during before money in the bank i guess so but i i just assume that they maybe it's because i like carmella and i but, like
1: carmella too honestly i like i like that like hey she's meant to be booed i i, I appreciate that but i think people were legitimately
0: pissed <laughs> i thought more that they were pissed at the situation rather than the fact it was carmella coming out because i was like oh they're booing because they've not got bianca and sasha and to be honest if i was there live that would have been my match of the night like or the one that i would have looked forward to the most and i would have been like oh fuck i've not got the match i wanted and i would have been a bit saddened by it as well right that was your match
1: the match i was looking forward to was jinder mahal's match
0: but that's a will (laughs) get to that too (laughs) oh my god that really made me laugh oh who was it who wasn't looking forward to that oh my goodness uh (laughs) let's continue yeah Um. uh yeah let's continue so apparently a lot of people left the stadium at that point not not like left the show but left to go to the concession stand or whatever
1: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
0: and then literally Carmella has got to the ring and Bianca's picked up the mic done a little bit of the same promo that she's done every week for the last four weeks on Smackdown and said, "I'll just have to beat you," or whatever it is she says. Um, and then that's where the, the, you know, the SmackDown Women's Title has gone up in the air. Um, mm. I don't know if the bell rang or not. I, I no, can't. it didn't. It didn't. And then Becky's music hit, and everyone lost their shit. Which I thought, okay, fair enough. She's got a good pop. And um, if I'd watched it live, I would have popped. But I didn't watch it live, so I'd already known she was coming at some at some point. So um, she's come on down. Uh looked absolutely stunning, I wanna add. Her hair as well looks incredible. <laughs> I love me some Becky Lynch. That's one thing I will say, but then if you're listening to this, you probably know that I'm a massive Becky fan anyway. Same with you. Um but I can't talk positively about this, I'm afraid. Cause Bianca just got done dirty, man. Like that is that cold feed. Yeah. So all right. bear with me on that on that particular fault because some people are stretching a little bit on that, and I don't want to necessarily, you know, cover it like that. But so Becky's come down, challenge for the title. I don't think the reason why I think this goes 10 seconds or 30 seconds, whatever it was, is I don't 20, think Becky's 100 percent. I don't think Becky's 100 percent fit. So she's obviously beating the crap out of Carmella <laughs> outside the ring, jumped in the ring goes to shake her hand and then punch her in the face and then rock bottoms her or manhandle slams her, whatever they call it, one, two, three, job done. And I was like, what the fuck, when I was watching it like like the next day because I didn't know that's how she won the title. And I was like, that is disgraceful. Um, Bianca, she'd only won the title back at WrestleMania. And so so where you just said, oh, she'd been co-feed, would just to say on that, I don't think it's a race issue, whereas a lot of people have stretched to that because Kofi's black, Bianca's black. They've done it because of that, and I don't think that's the case at all. Oh, I wasn't
1: even using it as a race thing. I just thought, like, man, another another uh, world champion uh, just uh, obliterated in seconds. That's how I said I didn't take it
0: as a race yeah. thing. Yeah, no, no, no. no I, that's how I said No, it. no, I get I get your point where you're coming from, and yeah, no. I totally appreciate what you're saying. But Although a people, lot of
1: people on Twitter did yeah, feel yeah.
0: that um, it was a race thing. Which uh, like, I don't think is the case at all. And I think they should be ashamed of themselves for saying that. Um, personally, that's my opinion on it. Everyone's got one. And that's just mine. But um, I just don't think that that's the case. But with this Becky thing, right? Love Becky. And so we've, we spoke a lot about CM Punk earlier. And a lot of people were already speculating for the weekend. WWE are going to have to react basically because otherwise CM Punk is going to steal their thunder for their SummerSlam pay per view, second biggest pay per view of the year. So um, I don't think prior to Friday, I don't think Becky was coming out on SummerSlam like at all. I don't think it. I think it was a rush decision, and that's why you didn't get a full match because Becky's not 100%. Um, And also, I don't think they looked past SummerSlam. So the fact that she's got the belt now, I don't think they have any plan for it whatsoever. And that is such a shame for Bianca, because Bianca, I think she's been a good champion, to be honest. I know people are indifferent to it, um, but the moment that they had at WrestleMania was a groundbreaking historical moment. Um, Also, you know, she's had decent matches along the way um these sort of filler pay-per-views and then obviously to get sasha back that was surely going to be bianca's first big defense to kind of retain and cement her legacy obviously i didn't get to happen and it's literally 180 you know second time we've said that you know already this afternoon or whenever you're listening to this but 180 to go the other way as if to say oh actually fuck bianca bianca who do you know what i mean i just found that really disappointing what was what was your take on it are you going to make any kind of sense out of what i just said or are you going to go the other way
1: i mean i think you covered it pretty well i you mean, can't really say much after that
0: i honest. kind of wanted you to go fuck you james i love becky i'm glad she's champion <laughs> <laughs> no that.
1: like no honestly like i saw her win i was like i don't know i was kind of it's kind of messed up the girl the girl that really has improved a lot i mean she had Her whole feud was basically a Bailey feud, but unfortunately we didn't get the payoff because WWE freaking made her go work out, and then she threw her ACL. So that's on them. Then we got Carmella for a couple weeks, Zelina and, and Carmella, and I'm like, well, Sasha came back, and I felt like that was going to be, okay, this is where her title reign really begins or ends. And no, I just didn't agree that she should have won.
0: Honestly, I guess that's I guess that's true. Actually, something I sort of skipped over was Bailey would have been her first, you know, opponent to cement her legacy. I get against, I suppose. Although she did beat Bailey at um it Money in the Bank, wasn't it? Was it Money in the Bank she beat her at? They did have a pay per view, match. No, not, not Money in the Bank. I think it was. Uh... Oh yeah, it was the last one in the Thunderdome. It wasn't. Yeah, the, well, yeah, hell it, it was the a cell. hell one. on the cell,
1: wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah, the it must cell. have
0: been. This- must have been Helena, yeah. So she did beat Bailey, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's just disappointing because you know uh, when you have a short title reign like that, it will become forgettable, you know. So I was a bit disappointed on behalf of Sasha. Um, yeah, I guess on behalf of Sasha and Bianca, you know, I just thought it was really, really disappointing, and it just goes to show you that I, you know, we, we've said a few times that what WWE are producing at the moment isn't very good TV and um i just don't think they really know what they're doing anymore and they're reacting based on other stuff like other aspects and for a company that said not too long ago oh yeah we won't you know aw can do whatever they want we're not going to react to them we're going to just do our thing the fact that they moved their nxt show to the same night as <laughs> as aw dynamite and then pulled it from AEW dynamite suggests that they're fucking shitting themselves over it um over at Greenwich, Connecticut, you know, in the in the old w w e offices there i uh it's a, it's disappointing because I just think it lets down their talent and you get an at opp- you get you know something like this and um so when Becky's obviously celebrating with her title, which went on longer than the match at this point, Bianca's just sitting there looking at her in awe as if to say, "Oh, you know, I'm not on that level," which is really disappointing. I love Becky, don't get me wrong, but Bianca should be up there as well. She's had a WrestleMania moment. Why not? Honestly, I don't know. Disappointing. Disappointing. You got anything to add to it? No, no. Just to finish on it, then. I just explicitly say that I do adore Becky. I'm so happy she's healthy, had her baby and is happy and all the rest of it. Um, yeah, lo- lovely to see her as well. But just don't think she should have been walking out of SummerSlam with a title. But there we go. Uh all right so <laughs> on to your match of a night <laughs> Drew McIntyre and Jinder Cena. The, the should have been main event. Absolutely, should have been main event. It's actually had a not bad build to tell you the uh, truth like Well uh, uh,
1: uh, no, I and actually no the whole I think it's been terrible. Really fighting over a sword and motorcycle with a Shanky and Panky. and ugh, oh, no Renin, sir I'm Renin glad and Ren and Stimp, uh, first of all, great show. But uh, <laughs> but I was like, well, dang, uh, is this it? I was like, all right, well, at least it was five minutes. Uh, Drew McIntyre literally freaking future shocked them, claim more done.
0: Yeah, it didn't take very long. I've got nothing to say about the match whatsoever because after but this the Becky. still
1: was the match of the night, though. <laughs> That's <laughs> how you do a squash.
0: That is how you hinder Jinder. Um, yeah, no, after the Becky stuff, I was flicking through social media and stuff, so I wasn't really watching this match, but, um, apparently, oh, right. you
1: missed a five-star match.
0: <laughs> yeah, honestly, well, I want to know what Big Dave had to say about it, 100% five-star <laughs> match. Um, so apparently, where we were talking about the Lily Dolls being sold at the Superstore, there was a Superstore in Vegas. If you're, yeah, if you're used yeah. to going to WrestleMania, you know what a Superstore looks like, and they had one in Vegas. But um, they were they were selling Drew McIntyre's swords as well. What? They yeah, apparently selling the sword. Uh, they were selling yeah. Angela. They Get were selling Angela. Um, and he did a press call like the day of Summerslam. So bearing in mind he'd been in Vegas a day by this point, he didn't yeah. even know <laughs> they didn't sell him. And someone asked what? him like, "Oh, you're selling the well, sword." they like, what do you think of the sword on sale? And he was like, I didn't even know it was on sale. <laughs> he was like, okay. And he kind of laughed it off as if to say, like, wow, embarrassing sort of thing. It was quite, quite amusing. I found that quite funny. But um, <laughs> yeah, Ginder and Ginder and Drew, what rivalry? At least it keeps Drew out of the title picture for a little oh, while. yeah. You know what well, I
1: mean? Yeah, well, I'm trying to figure out, okay, now that he's done, he better be done with Ginder. But wasn't it yeah. for him, honestly?
0: Real hinder agenda. All right, um, triple threat action. Oh, it's even more disappointing. It's just disappointment after disappointment on this show at (laughs) times. Oh, absolutely. Charlotte Flair uh, defeated Nikki, almost a superhero. Nikki Ash. Do you say Nikki Ash or do you say Nikki, almost a superhero?
1: You know, I I asked her that when I when I last saw uh, last saw her, I was like, hey, so is it Nikki Ash or Nikki A S H? She gave me the option. Hey, you can call me whatever. I like, all right, well, I'll call you Nikki. <laughs> I'll call you Nikki Ash, but I know that on TV they call you Nikki A S H.
0: I've been calling her Nikki Ash to be honest. I, I call her but, Nikki uh, Ash. Yeah. Yeah. Even though there are clear. Um, even though on yeah. my phone she's still like oh, she's still nikki cross to me <laughs> <laughs> nikki cross yeah she'll always be nikki cross um yeah def- so charlotte defeated nikki and Rhea to win her 140th um women's title yeah, uh, yeah the match nikki, was all right actually
1: yeah it was uh, uh i thought uh, nikki died after uh charlotte flair did uh that corkscrew moonsault and nikki's head was caught between her knee and the freaking uh railing that was uh scary. all right
0: so talk to me about this yeah from a wrestler's point of view that corkscrew uh-huh. moon that corkscrew moonsault did you think it was good
1: i mean i can't do one i mean i could i can do a moonsault but i can't do like corkscrew it looks pretty it's just like she usually i
0: think her corkscrew is better than her actual moonsault because her actual moonsault is shite honestly <laughs> yeah we've said this before on this podcast haven't we how like i don't think charlotte's moonsaults are very good at all and I think it's just because she's got long legs. I think that's yeah, all it is. It's, legit, she's it's legit that. She's um, too long. When she does it from the top rope right corner, like to the outside of the ring, though, it looks a bit better. But I just think they look, when she did it like the corkscrew one, I just thought it looked really clumsy. And the fact that, yeah, Nikki Ash almost died there in the corner, getting her head wedged between a foot and a railing. I thought, uh, I don't think it's come off the way you've wanted it to, you know, like you could probably do it mm. 10 times in rehearsal and it looks great. But at one time on TV, it doesn't. So and I'm not just slagging Charlotte because she's Charlotte, but because um, the match was decent. But um, like I always say to you, and we talk about it all the time, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that the match was decent because it's the same result every single time. And I'm just done with it. I just don't give a shit anymore. I'm like, it. sounded, like, it. It. It
1: sounded like Charlotte got cheered up uh, when she won the damn title because I think people really, really didn't not like Nikki. Ash. I don't think they liked the character.
0: I'm like, yeah, I heard mixed reviews about Nikki Ash to be fair, which no, is No, I enough.
1: heard she, was, I heard she was booed out of the goddamn building.
0: Yeah, which is but... unfortunate because it is a character she's come up with herself, so it is unfortunate, but. And I guess me and you are fans of her anyway, so that's why we probably liked it. But I understand why why people didn't. But um, I mean,
1: I thought like I I knew she was gonna lose the title. I was like, well, if she's gonna lose the title, like I knew in my head, all right, Charlotte Flair is gonna get the title. But I was like, I'll take. I mean, I wouldn't be angry if Rhea Ripley got it. I'd rather have her than Charlotte Flair again. But I knew, I knew. I knew what was going to happen. We all knew what was going to happen.
0: They were never putting it on Rhea Ripley, man. Like, literally, <laughs> R- Nikki had a better chance of retaining and Rhea Ripley winning it. No way was Rhea Ripley winning that title. But, yeah, so basically, I do a um, a prediction league with, um, with the guys, and uh, I came, well, I, came, I think I came joint first for SummerSlam. And... <laughs> normally I do really badly in the prediction mm-hmm. league. We've been doing it for a few years and I normally do really badly. Right. Cause I go with my heart, but I, this season, like from, with your head. Um, yeah. So from, from some, uh, some, so not some, sorry. From WrestleMania, we do it mania to mania. Um, I've been going with my head and I'm currently sitting at the top of the table because I keep picking Charlotte <laughs> <laughs> and I'm literally like, when, yep, when, she's when, winning. In,
1: when in doubt, choose uh, Charlotte Flair.
0: Absolutely. If she's in the match, she's going to win that match. But like if, if you're gonna cheer for her, credit to you. If that's what you like, fair enough. But don't be moaning to me when she's won her twenty fourth title in the next couple of years. Do you know what I mean? Like she's I just think she's overexposed and it's just too much. But it is, like? is she like me?
1: five away? Is she like five away from breaking the record now?
0: I don't know. And she's only been in like WWE for like five, six years. And oh, you Christ think- above. Rick Flair did his reigns over, like, even John Cena, he did his reigns over a 15-year period, you know, 15-, 20-year period. So, you know, it's just frustrating. You know, like I say, though, if you want to watch that and, you know, cheer for that, credit to you. I have to say, on the roars, um, in the build-up to SummerSlam, I've been fast-forwarding through any time Charlotte Flair opens her mouth on the microphone because I just don't want to hear it. It's the same boring promo every single time, so I just fast-forward through it because I don't care. If you need me, I'll be watching Ty Conti versus Brick Baker on AEW. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that's that. bit disappointed for Nikki, but it's what it is. Have you spoke to her since? You know, if she's upset or anything? Or-
1: no, no I, I told her, hey, like, you're still my champ, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, th-
0: thank you. She
1: appreciates all the support. like, like yeah, like, I was supposed to hang out with her, like, a few weeks back in San Antonio, but I was just, I was tired because you know I have been working and training, working out. Like, you know what? You're coming to Houston. I t- she's, they're coming back in Houston in October. I'll take you out to a nice coffee shop since you love the coffee so much. So that's our plan.
0: She literally like I reckon half of her bloodstream is coffee. Oh yeah, it's- I
1: told her I told her that too. Like, is, 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 you, is your <laughs> are your veins pumping with coffee or freaking uh of blood? And like oh, I think it's like sixty
0: forty. <laughs> yeah, most likely, most likely. Uh, yeah, disappointed for her, but it is what it is. We move on. Um, Edge and Seth Rollins. This was actually really good. I thought this was probably match of the night, actually. Yeah, that was that match of the night. I agree. Um, had some good moments in it. Um, I Well, just to start with, I liked Edge's brood entrance because he did the brood thing on uh, SmackDown on Friday. Yep. It was quite cool. <laughs> so anyone that knows me knows I love Gangrel for some reason. Always a fan of Gangrel's. And mm-hmm. as soon as I heard the, the the Brood music on Smackdown, I was like, oh, my God, it's Gangrel. <laughs> even though I was like, why would Gangrel even appear? But, um, but it's yeah, a one so, off. <laughs> um, it, it really cracked me up when I was like, oh, my God, it's Gangrel. But yeah, um, so supposedly in the stadium, Edge's entrance didn't look as cool as it did on TV because he came out of like a, a, a supposedly came out of like a man, a, a man made like, I don't know, ramp thing. But where it was shot oh, yeah. on TV, it looked like he just sort of came out of the floor, which looked quite mm. cool. But um, yeah, the match was really good. I liked some... I, I think Edge, you know, is the greatest hits of Edge's moveset. Um, even included uh, his wife's uh, glam slam, which I thought was quite nice. Reversed it. Uh, he reversed Seth Rollins' pedigree into the glam slam. I really liked that. Appreciated that. Um, Seth Rollins also reverse the spear into a pedigree which I don't think I've seen before which I thought was quite cool uh yeah I enjoyed this one it, like like I say if there's something positive and really good to talk about from SummerSlam this is it this was the match
1: do you feel the same way hey, absolutely same exact thoughts freaking match of the night uh entrances were great Seth Rollins Michael Jackson inspired jacket I really like that jacket um uh, and uh yeah it was just great match and the right uh, the winner was
0: correct uh, Edge deserved to win that one I feel like Edge needed to win one like I know that sounds a bit weird because like so that rumble that he came back initially he didn't win that and then mm. he did beat Randy that manial but then there was no fans and then he lost to Randy in the oh the <laughs> greatest wrestling match of ever and then he hasn't really he won the rumble um, uh, but then lost at not lost at WrestleMania. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like he's not really had the comeback he's wanted. So I felt like he needed to win this one. And I don't think it hurts Seth mm-hmm. either. Um, he won by submission, which was really cool as well. He literally just sort of bulldog choked him. They didn't call it a bulldog choke because that's naughty. You know, AEW like to call things real things. Mm-hmm. They called it a sleeper hold, which was fine. But um I'm fully expecting Friday Night SmackDown. Seth Rollins to just come out and go, ha ha ha, Roman, I challenge you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because that is what WWE booking is. And yeah. I expect um I expect Roman and Seth to go um through through extreme rules to get to Roman versus um Brock Lesnar in the Saudi show, maybe. But um yeah, I don't think I don't think this defeat hurts Seth Rollins like at all. But yeah, it was a really good match. I enjoyed it. I think it was the longest match of the night, actually, was it? Um, no, the second longest match at 22 minutes, roughly, so or 21 minutes, but yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it, liked it a lot. Um, I don't think Gangrel comes back, mind you. Uh,
1: um, uh he can always never say never. <laughs> <laughs> say never. Oh, David Heath, what a
0: boy, he was old when Edge was coming up, to be fair. Like, <laughs> I met him actually at a Comic Con or a Wrestle Con or something. And he had his teeth in like he's vampire teeth, but I thought mm-hmm. you haven't got teeth under there, have you? You're like just an old man eating soup for a living. Um, but yeah, anything else you wanted to add to Edge and Seth? Mm, no, I think we're good. Quite happy with that, yeah. Uh, OK, another train wreck. Bobby Lashley and Bob Goldberg. Um, where do we start with this, man? The match uh, ended via a referee stoppage because... Do you, do you think this injury was legit or do you think it was part of the right end? I'm going to... Oh, well, could. Uh,
1: he is old. Could be, honestly. <laughs> it's a higher chance
0: it was legit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. It looked legit. But he didn't sell it very well. It was kind of like he just kept falling over as if both legs didn't work. I was like, oh, Bob, you know... You, yeah, he's built a career on not selling stuff because he's stop, stop wrestling. How's that? That Yeah, that'll be easier. Honestly, just stop wrestling. Um, you know we yeah. Uh, I think like what we wanted was Bobby Lashley versus uh, Brock Lesnar. That's the part-time match that we wanted, and we didn't get that. We got Goldberg instead. Um, in the build-up to this match, though, fucking Sonberg. He's been doing my head in, right? And um, I can't remember what episode of Raw it was, but there was an episode where it was like him and his whole football team, not for real football, but your not your football, but America football. Uh, they were all like ringside. And it was literally like a copy clone of Sunberg. There was like 10 Sunbergs. Um, but yeah, this guy, he went from like 12 years old to like 30, <laughs> like almost overnight. The guy looks like fucking... Jackson, you know, he's a man now. But I think he is only about sixteen. Is that correct? 15, yeah sixteen. Sixteen, I think, yeah. Um, I'm just glad he's not taking his top off anymore and you know. Jeez. You know,
1: I don't mean to sound like an asshole, but actually I kinda do. Um he he deserved to get put in the in the hurt <laughs> lock after dabbing without his shirt uh the the day Goldberg was quote unquote retired. So
0: he had him yeah. in my opinion. Dabbing on the top rope. Oh, my God, what little douchebag. Yeah, so um, Sonberg entered the ring at the end for some reason, jumped Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley just wrecked him, which was hilarious. And mm. um, even more hilarious was the fact that MVP picked up the mic and goes, there's no way that Lashley could have known that that was Colbert's son. <laughs> that just really made me laugh. Like It made the whole situation so much more like okay because it was shit. Mm. Other than that, yeah. And uh, yeah, the fact that Goldberg, like, when he heard the words, oh, Goldberg's son, he kind of like leapt across the ring, like, even though he was still laying on the floor, leapt across the ring and sort of jumped on top of his son. um Yeah. And then when he was like shouting at Lashley, oh, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you as Lashley was walking away, I was like, you're not because I don't want to see you again. So, <laughs> you know, I do not want you to be a part of WWE anymore. So I'm hoping you don't get an option to, uh, to kill Lashley, but Saudi is just around the corner, so might be Goldberg and Sonberg versus Lashley and MVP. Oh, God. Can you imagine? I've just put that idea out to the world, haven't I? Mm-hmm. It's going to happen now. Uh, anything else you liked from this?
1: I just enjoyed the hurt lock
0: on, on the kid. <laughs> on the full-grown adult. He ain't a kid. Um, there was some moves actually that Goldberg like, I don't want to say looked impressive because he didn't, but there were some moves that actually looked like, oh, OK, he's actually doing some moves because he managed to lift up Lashley a few times, which I was quite impressed with. But then like he looked like he kind of ripped his hamstring or something. So whether that's a uh, you know cave fable or what, I guess we'll wait and see. But lovely. Really? Takes us on to the main event then. Uh, our tribal chief, our head of the table. Our um, whatever else he calls himself, uh, Roman Reigns, uh, defeated John Cena, um, by pinfall. Uh, they added the stipulation on Friday night, which I thought sucked because it just told you the aunt the uh, the result, uh, where if Roman Reigns lost, he would leave WWE. And I was like, okay, so Roman Reigns wins then, yep,
1: that's what I heard. i like, all right, well, Roman's winning
0: which i thought was a bit sad because i was like oh you know you you've had this opportunity to build um the ideology of cena winning this record-breaking title but you haven't gone Mm -hmm. with that story you've gone with something else which was a bit irritating um i like john cena's t-shirt with all the titles on the back i thought that looked quite cool um almost looked like tour dates if you were to go to like a music concert quite like that yeah um so I guess in terms of the match itself, like it started off with, uh, with Cena just trying to do some roll ups because he kept building this story of oh all I need to do is one, two, three, even though that's not been Cena's mantra at all through his career. Um, you know, I don't think anyone could potentially believe that Cena could win on a roll up. It's just not what Cena does. So that was a bit annoying as well, but um he the first part of the match was him just trying to roll up reins, uh which never happened, and then Cena just took a bit of a batter in, um Roman took a fair batter in as well, went through the table and stuff, Cena rushed him back into the ring and think you know got two count and stuff um and then, yeah, Roman won with the spear in the end, didn't
1: he oh uh, yeah, um, freaking uh. You know, honestly, during the match, I could not, I was watching the match, but I could not stop staring at John Cena's bald spot. <laughs> I know, right?
0: He's got an adult haircut now as well. Like, yeah, he, grew a, it,
1: he grew it out because he's a Hollywood star now.
0: I think he looks better than he did when he did the last one, because he turned up with proper like, dad hair at the last oh one. Oh my God, the last time he
1: should have, holy crap, that was, that was bad freaking the he had the part and he had his sneak to one side like oh yeah still had his, he still had his peacemaker uh
0: freaking uh uh haircut i mean he still jacked his shit though to be fair oh have absolutely. you seen um have you seen the suicide squad yep I've did seen you enjoy it, it? oh i loved this movie not gonna lie it's good right? like i went with a friend who he didn't rate it he thought it was a bit too silly And I was like, yeah, but that's what it is. That's what it should be. I said, are you really... That's what it's meant to be, yeah. Yeah, I said, are you expecting, like, a a talking shark to be serious? Because he was going, oh, but the villain was just some big, like... Patrick Starr, essentially. And I was like, yeah, but that's the whole point. It's comedic, you know?
1: Actually, the the real villains were the American government. Just saying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking hell, man. You live in the wrong country. You're in the American I, government. I, God I God swear, God. I am in the wrong country. I need to move Honest. to Europe or something. <laughs> Honest to God. We'd be happy to have you, believe me. <laughs> um, Yeah, no, a great film though. I did enjoy it. I thought it was really funny. I love myself some Harley as well. She's yeah. really good. Yeah. But yeah, uh,
1: uh, I like seeing Matrix- as an actor as well. Yeah, Cena no, was really funny, but um, honestly, the match was, God, literally the match was Superman punches, shoulder tackles, roll up spear, you can't see me, a shitload of AAs,
0: and that's it. The match was Roman Reigns versus John Cena. Like, if anyone expected anything different to that, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Do you know Although what I mean? I
1: will, I, I will say, I think it was maybe a little bit better than their first match. They had, like, at No Mercy. <laughs>
0: yeah, my, Yeah, all right, fair enough. I think as well, because Roman's like, you know, Mr. Biggie Bollocks now, isn't he? And he is yeah. actually convincing. Because um a lot of people were saying oh when Cena came back like oh he absolutely owned Reigns last time on the mic and stuff and I'm like yeah but it's totally different this time because Roman Reigns only says a few words and you're totally captivated and it, I I just see him as a totally different person you know it's it's not even the Roman Reigns of old yeah it's, it's a totally
1: different,
0: different Roman person. Reigns yeah hundred percent so uh, the talking point was that from this match though was the ending really where um. Uh, again you know inferiority complex coming in from wwe again soon mm-hmm. Punk came out on aw uh, aw rampage so we've got to do something um so brock lesnar comes out at the end dressed as a cowboy. Viking. <laughs> viking cowboy what do you think of his onion hairstyle um it's interesting <laughs> you're a man of culture and different hairdos is your hair still pink at the moment by the way
1: Yes, it is, but I'm going to change my hair probably in September for someone's
0: birthday, so. Captain Kogel. Uh, Yeah, so Brock Lesnar comes down looking the absolute fucking business. Uh, I quite liked the way that he looked quite raw, because he had just jeans and a vest on, and I was like, he's in the desert, it's hot. The vest made uh,
1: He looks like Dean Ambrose when he was in freaking WWF.
0: Yeah, <laughs> black, he's like... Black uh, tank and uh, the jeans. He's like Dean Ambrose Evolved. Uh, So, yeah, Mm -hmm. Brock comes down to the ring. um, Doesn't actually get physical, just sort of, like, comes down and Paul Haynes shits himself, (laughs) which is funny. So, so funny. Um, They were saying, actually, you know the the match graphic of when it was custody of Dominic, Eddie Guerrero? (laughs) Oh,
1: they did the custody of... uh...
0: (laughs) Of uh, Paul Heyman. Yeah, Brock versus Roman, custody of Paul Heyman. I thought was really funny. Uh, so, yeah, Brock comes down. Nothing really happens. It was just, you know, everyone was excited to see him. Roman takes a takes a role and says not tonight sort of thing, which I thought was quite cool from a heel champion. I thought that was quite cool. And then the show goes off the air. But um, I've seen a video on, oh, yeah, on YouTube. yeah, I was going
1: to, to bring it up,
0: yeah. On, on Twitter, where... Cena rolls back into the ring and Brock Lesnar just fucking ruins him, just absolutely (laughs) destroys him. wrecks him. Which was so funny to watch. And I was like, I was kind of glad that wasn't on the show because it would make Cena look shit for when he comes back next time. But, um... I'm just glad the fans in attendance got something from Brock, I guess.
1: It's just so, it's just so weird to see Brock as a babyface. I saw when he was going up the ramp on a video, he was high-fiving fans yeah, and right? everything. I was like, "Ooh, what is this?
0: <laughs> I was like, Brock is my mate all of a sudden. Honestly, I've always said about Brock Lesnar, he'd be the most intimidating to meet just because he wouldn't give a shit. You know, he'd always be this guy that's like... I mean,
1: he says he hates people, so the fact yeah. that he's all like, man, if he's just playing a role, man, you sold me on you being a babyface. But
0: then I've also seen, like, pictures and stuff from when people have met him, you know, in a grocery store or whatever... And they've said that he's actually quite a nice guy. You know, he will stop for a photo. He just doesn't want to do a big sign in where he has to do, say, 500 sign in uh, photos in one go, you know, which I appreciate. But, you know, Brock Lesnar's back anyway, which will be for uh, Blood Money Six, I imagine, as you were saying. Um, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's a bit annoying that it it is, uh, I guess it makes sense because the whole Paul Heyman stuff and Roman hasn't beaten him because Roman was like on SmackDown saying, Oh, I've beaten everyone, I'll beat John Cena and then Brock Lesnar's back. If he beats Brock Lesnar, maybe they do two of those shows because they might do um actually no, because Survivor series will be champion versus champion, won't it? So it'll be
1: yeah.
0: it'll be uh well if Lashley's still champion by then it'll be Lashley versus Roman. But <laughs> it you know what? It could quite well be Bob Goldberg yes. versus Bob uh, versus Brock um, Lesnar. I'd rather have Bobby versus Lesnar.
1: At least we get finally get that match.
0: He needs to get that match, yeah. But I just think that... But knowing uh, them, it will be Bob versus freaking Roman. Yeah, yeah, probably. But I've... Because that was a match we didn't get as well at Mania, like, last oh, year. Oh, no.
1: No, I'm really thinking that's what's going to happen.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ, mate. So I reckon Bob Goldberg takes the title off of um, Bobby Lashley in Saudi. Yeah, I think that's – yeah, I've just booked yeah. it,
1: mate. Oh, god damn you, James. I totally oh. forgot about the damn Saudi show. God damn it. I've just
0: booked you to some, uh, to Survivor Series, mate. Sorry about oh, that. Oh, golly, mate. God. Uh, what I was hoping was it will be Brock versus Roman um, somewhere, probably Saudi. Roman beats Brock, looks like a million bucks, beats him again somewhere maybe at the Rumble. And then, Most likely, yeah. And then goes on to Dallas to face The Rock. I think that's the If they the story. can get The Rock. If they, get if, the Rock. Yeah, if they can get The Rock. Yeah, if they can get The Rock. But then what do you do after he beats The Rock? <laughs> you know, like, there's, no,
1: there's no one left. There's Honestly, who do you no beat?
0: Exactly. You have to have him lose the title at some point. But um, I mean, Big E could cash in on him. But yeah. then yeah. There's that. That's a shout. I mean, as well that that would. I mean, Big E could still have the briefcase by next year's Mania. So there's a shout that he could do that. You know, after he beats The Rock or something, or you know, if The Rock beats Roman and then Big E cashes in on The Rock or something. I don't know. It's just ideas, throwing ideas at the wall, really. But um, doing more than what WWE are doing anyway. They ain't got a plan up until the fucking next pay per view. So. You know, we're spitballing here, but don't be surprised to see any of that come true. But, um, yeah, that was SummerSlam. Obviously, I didn't watch it live, so I didn't do the rating on Twitter, but are you giving it a poor, a satisfactory, a good, or an excellent?
1: This show, it wasn't the worst show in the world, but disappointment after disappointment, like you said, it basically sums it up.
0: I never thought... I would give the show that Becky Lynch returns on a satisfactory. I just never thought I would give it that rating because Uh of Becky Lynch. But the way it went down just did not sit good with me. Um, And that was the match I was looking forward to most. Really, it was just the Edge and Seth match that was really good. Everything else was just a bit meh. So, yeah, satisfactory me. I think it's it's too harsh to call it poor because I don't think it was poor because Raw every week is poor but um but yeah i don't think this was leaps and bounds better so i'm just going to put it at a satisfactory myself uh yeah so that was SummerSlam. have you been watching nxt been
1: trying but i didn't finish watching takeover last night
0: okay well we'll talk where did where did you get up to oh
1: I, i finished uh takeover
0: Oh, you finished takeover? Oh, all right. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I
1: finished it last night. Uh, when I posted that, picked a uh, video of uh, Walter vs. Sure,
0: sure, sure. All right. Just before I speak about takeover, I just want to say a congratulations to my Candice the pregnant. Little clap for you there. Um, uh, you,
1: you know what? I'm like, I was happy for her. But I was kind of saddened too because,
0: like, damn,
1: we're not going to get a meet and greet. With
0: yeah, her. so I'm I'm really, really <laughs> oh, happy. Fuck me. I'm super happy for Candace, but I am fucking devastated for me, <laughs> literally. And Candace is one of my favorite aspects of NXT. And I, now I'm like,
1: yeah. I really wanted to meet her with the purple hair. So,
0: yeah, Oh, maybe she could still do something. I don't know how yeah. she'd be by Mania. Or-
1: i don't know but i was like i was gonna like legit like change my hair color to her hair color for for the picture in dallas but nah, i don't know i'm gonna uh, change it in september now
0: at least we can say we've met her in the past you know, yeah we, we but have i look
1: so ugly in my old picture i wanted a new one where i looked so good
0: <laughs> Oh, that's not the way to look back at yourself man Like you yeah. know so well. it's real I mean, like I look. I'm looking at my photos now, literally on the wall, as I'm talking to you. And I mean, like my hairline nowadays is fucking shocking. <laughs> I'm only gonna get worse. I look so hot now. I look so hot now. I don't think I ever looked hot, but yeah, sure. Um, all right, NXT Takeover. Um, I guess we started SummerSlam with like just the set and stuff. They mm-hmm. had a new. They, they had a new stage designed for NXT Takeover, but. They need to get the hell out of the CWC, man. For me, it just looks crap. I don't know why. I'm just not into it anymore. Um, I don't know how you feel, because you know, me and you are big NXT guys. But NXT, for me, like the last couple of months, maybe has kind of been in the mud a little bit. Hasn't been the show that it once was.
1: Oh yeah, it's nothing like when they were at its high point. It's completely different now. Ever since they went to two hours, it's and trying to compete against dare I say a better show just hasn't lived up honestly
0: yeah no I get you I get you Um, so yeah I, I just hate seeing the CWC with like the, they've still got the protective screens up and stuff and I just you know fans are back in the arenas now and they're interacting you know the fact that CM Punk jumps over a barricade into the fans you know like uh, it still looks like a pandemic world in the CWC and I'm just not a fan of it personally but it is what it is. But um, anyway, let's get into it. Uh, Cameron Grimes, <laughs> my favorite wrestler, Cameron Grimes, uh, defeating LA Knight for the uh, Million Dollar Championship. I quite like this. I really like this, in fact, this match. Um, I really like Cameron Grimes. I think he's an absolute superstar. Really, really wanted him to win this one. Um, I'm not normally a Ted DBRC fan. I don't like the whole Million Dollar shtick i never really liked his son either when he was in wwe but um but i'm loving cameron grimes with it it's just so good and so funny like where he's been in the build-up like uh la Knight's like personal assistant butler and he just sort of hasn't given a shit and been doing things all the wrong way has been really <laughs> entertaining to me probably one of the best aspects of nxt but yeah i really liked it um cameron grimes is your new champion what did you think Sah? Uh.
1: A good, it was. Uh, I really like the match. Um, Cameron Grimes busted himself open doing some kind of backflip slam, then completely finished his rotation, but he looked okay. Um, Ted DiBiase interfering. Let's just say that million dollar dream on the outside on LA Knight looked really weak.
0: He is, <laughs> yeah, he, I is older,
1: he is an older gentleman, but come on, <laughs> it looked you really know, um, like.
0: I actually said to myself when I was watching it, you know when Stone Cold uh, does his podcast and he was saying about John Cena's STF where he was like, John, just lock it up. Do you know what I mean? Just pull it in tight, lock it up. It's the
1: worst STF I've ever seen, though. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and then yeah ted dbrc just did not lock it up it was like how is la Knight not getting out of this <laughs> it was like so stupid it, but, yeah. Looks,
1: yeah, it was ridiculous but overall i was happy with the, i, I love that they gave us the payoff and they've legit been building up to this so there's another thing they paid it off um i heard there were some cameron Grimes dollar bills at the cwc my friend
0: actually got two of them oh really oh okay like the shane yeah. mcmahon ones at wrestlemania oh
1: yeah. my god i've
0: just I feel like I'm just throwing absolute turmoil into the world at the moment. I can't believe I just said Shane McMahon. He'll be back uh, he,
1: Saudi. You know, people were like saying before CM Punk came back, uh, they said, hey, what if Shane McMahon just shows up on, <laughs> at Chicago at Rampage instead? Because they did say the best in the world. And Shane oh, McMahon... no. <laughs> oh,
0: no. Oh, that would be awful. He'll be
1: back at, at Saudi money six, most likely, to defend his best in the world title
0: blood money Six. Oh no i can't believe i just put that full process out there hey you said shane
1: mcmahon and you just started it
0: here comes money um yeah so cameron crime's million dollar champion um looking forward to seeing what he can do from now i, I don't I, i'm not really a fan of la knights to tell you the truth but like i think what they've been doing is actually quite good um oh yeah the yeah, story's
1: been, been great yeah i
0: enjoyed the bit, story it's been one of my more preferred things on nxt like pretty much what we're going to find out now going through the card of takeover that you know this was the first match and it was probably my favorite match uh actually no sorry it wasn't my favorite match there's another match that was my favorite but honestly like this was probably one of the better ones um Ooh. i felt like this takeover like i feel like everything was like a bit rushed even though looking at the match times they weren't rushed i just feel like everything was just a little bit light like, on fast forward for some reason mm-hmm. i don't know if anyone else felt like that but that was just my take on it uh, second match in was for your women's championship. Uh, Raquel beating Dakota Kai with like a massive sort of chokeslam. Um, choke the, Ching-
1: the Chingona Bomb?
0: Yeah, that's it's, the one. The Avalanche,
1: <laughs> was, the Avalanche Chingona Bomb. Yeah. I was
0: trying to think of a name for it because I didn't know what it was called. But yeah, it's sort of like a choke slam, sort of, yeah, one-handed bomb, versus power power bomb sort of power yeah. bombs off the top rope. Uh, which looked really cool, and it looked like I fucking rattled uh, Dakota Kai's head and back. So um, I'm a bit disappointed that she lost because I feel like she needs to have a moment as well. But uh, I quite like Raquel. I like what she's doing as well, so I can't be that mad. Did you? What did you think of your girl losing? Well, first of all,
1: my girl looked great in her entrance. Freaking, she looked like that was a look right there. Like the pink hair, the ugh. She looked, she looked good. Oh, freak, I need to get my hair redyed. So for like when we go back to WrestleMania Access, it, Access, I have to redo it pink. But um, she looked great in the match. Um, I like the story, David versus Goliath. Obviously, easy story to tell. Um, good finish, honestly, the way they ended it, like the big avalanche shingona bomb. And uh, I kind of like, I really wanted Dakota to win, but I kind of knew Dakota wasn't gonna win because she did just have a match on main event against Aaliyah. And she's most likely getting called up real soon. And she's going to be a babyface for some freaking reason, I guess. So, yeah. That's Dakota Kai, is it?
0: She's been yeah. doing main event. Okay. I don't watch main events. So I would have no idea. Okay. Yeah, she had a main event match. Yeah. They're going to call Well, oh, that's annoying.
1: Because yeah. I don't want
0: people to get called up, really. Oh, okay. Dakota Kai is going to be on the main, quote-unquote, main roster.
1: Ah, oh, okay. I just pray she doesn't go to
0: raw yeah although raw could do with the help to be honest i mean I should, uh, shotzi yeah. and uh tegan on uh on smackdown are doing some good stuff though yeah, although, they're doing a
1: thing yeah
0: although nothing makes any sense because i feel like they've beaten natty and tamina loads of times but yet they still don't have the belts <laughs> i'm like mm. how many times do they have to beat them before they get a belt? Uh,
1: they're gonna have the title match and they're gonna lose
0: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah probably honestly um Okay, interesting. Anyway, interesting. So this one was my match of the night. And this is so unusual for me because I fucking hate him. And I've never enjoyed any of his work yet up until this point. But Walter losing to Ilya Dragunov. Oh, no,
1: yeah, that was
0: my match of the night too. So I... Uh, I am um I'm not a Walter fan, like at all. I've not enjoyed any of his work. You and Floyd,
1: I always enjoy his work.
0: <laughs> I don't understand why people do. He's just a bruiser, he's a slapper, and he you know, that's all he does. But in this match, I kind of saw what people were saying and been talking about him because he actually wrestled a decent match, like but it was very, very fifty fifty rather than just being, oh, I'm just gonna dominate you. You know when he faced like Tyler Bate in that takeover UK takeover yeah and it was
1: like
0: yeah yeah, and it was literally like what you just said David versus Goliath and it was about chopping him down and it was all about Tyler Bates you know will to survive and all of that whereas this one because I thought that I thought the story was or I thought the match was going to go exactly the same way because Ilya Dragunov is like quite a small guy as well but he was giving as much as he got you know like he was you could tell in the first few minutes when Ilya was doing a, a clothesline, for example, and Walter was going down. I was like, mm. oh, OK, this is a totally different match to what I've been used to seeing from Walter. Um, and I was very surprised that Walter lost the title. Um, I don't know what their plans are for him, but I was literally very, very surprised that he'd lost the title. Considering who he's also faced and who he's also beat, for someone like Ilya Dragunov to beat him, I was very surprised. Just because I mean I I don't watch NXT UK so maybe I haven't had that connection to him but to me say like Pete Dunne who lost to Walter Pete Dunne's mm-hmm. a bigger star so I was a bit like okay so Pete Dunne loses to this guy but Elio beats him okay you know but um but no I was very 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 impressed with Dragonov's performance as well I thought it was very very good very good match um I imagine Big Dave probably gave it a five did he
1: most likely. <laughs>
0: But you like this one as well, did you?
1: Oh, yeah, Match of the Night. And see, I I was watching uh, Ilya, like, pre-pandemic NXT UK. So, like, I liked it. I love the intensity. Like And I love the story because, like, he worked his way up to get a match with Walter, like, last year. And he came so close. But he passed out. And freaking then he went on this crazy uh, phase where, like, He was still traumatized by the Walter match that he took out the red eyes that he used to wear. He was beating people up with chairs. And, and like, it seemed like he was going on heel, but he really wasn't. He was just, like, still traumatized by the Walter stuff. And then the way that he finally got his way back up to the title match and the fact that this dude took so much and received and gave so much I was like, you know, and like the one thing I liked about this match was I could just tell like Walter was legit leading the whole match. Like you could just I could see him when he was talking to him to where to move where Ilya should move into position. I was like, This is so good. Cause look at him just continue to lead, even when he's taking everything right now. So that's why I I like the Walter match. I like Walter. Like it was a great match. I'm like, and I'm so happy for Ilya. I love the whole story that it was literally almost a year. I,
0: have the to whole say, match. Uh, yeah. I noticed that as well, like the talking through the match. It didn't ruin it for me or anything. No, I thought yeah. it was quite good ring ring generalmanship. But yeah, the NXT stuff, NXT UK stuff, should I say, has been totally wasted on me. So everything you just said I'd heard for the first time. So I was like, Oh, okay, cool. But yeah, it was um, it was a decent match. But I, I liked the finish as well, where it was like um very reminiscent to the SummerSlam finish with Edge. Where he just sort of chokes him out, you know. Yeah,
1: he wouldn't let go. You yeah,
0: let go. liked it. Very good match of a night, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Okay. Um, Kylo Riley beating Adam Cole in the two out of three or three stages of hell or whatever you want to call it match. So, hey,
1: hey goodbye.
0: <laughs> so what I said earlier about um um the match uh, the the night feeling a bit rushed. This, mm-hmm. this is like the personification of that for me because I feel like their first match at the last takeover went for on for fucking ages. So it felt like ages. And then their great American bash one as well was quite long. And then literally, I don't know the exact times, but like the traditional wrestling match, which is always for some reason, the first match of one of these kind of events. um, Kylo Riley, I felt won won it very, very quickly. And I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, bloody hell, that just came out of nowhere. And I was like, right, okay. Um, And then the second one was a street fight. You know, you had some weapon spots, but I didn't think there was anything kind of that special in there. And then, um, then, yeah, uh, Adam Cole won that one. And then the last one was William Regal's steel cage, Um, which, again, the finish for me was just proper baffling and proper flat. Considering we see war games every year and we see Mm -hmm. Cell's every year, we see a lot of cage matches, of styled cage matches. And with this, I mean, Cole just ties him up like on the ring, um, on the ropes and kind of uses the cage a little bit with the super kicks and stuff. And then it's literally like, oh, Kyle O'Reilly just grabbed him out of midair and just stuck him on a submission one handed and he tapped out. And I was like, what the hell? This guy used to be the NXT champion for ages. You know, mm-hmm. I saw him go with Johnny Gargano for like an hour or whatever in New York. They just went and went and went at each other, and this is how you're going to beat him. And I was a bit like, "Hmm, okay. Like it it didn't really sit well with me. I didn't I didn't really enjoy this one." And where you were just singing, you know, "Hey, hey, goodbye" sort of thing. Has Adam Cole signed on the dotted line anywhere yet?
1: Uh, supposedly they just said this is uh that was Adam Cole's last NXT match. They didn't say anything else about like
0: uh, where, for he if, if where
1: he's going or if he re-signed. But um, he could as he could as easily uh or show up tomorrow night in Milwaukee because his contract ran out. He didn't get let go. He got ran out. So now his contract's out. So it means he could show up literally anywhere.
0: He could do what he wanted essentially. Um, yeah, he could no. literally be
1: on T on AEW tomorrow if he really wanted to.
0: Yeah, um, I, think is, I think that would be a little bit of oversaturation, to be honest, with all the re- like returns and debuts lately with things. I feel like that would be a, just a little bit too much, like, oh, another one. Do you know what I mean? As old Wassy's face would say, DJ colored, another one. Um, yeah, so I wasn't the biggest lover of this match, particularly. Um, if that's the way Adam Cole goes out as well, I thought it was a bit disappointing. But he could probably do with going to Raw. You know, like, he's if if he's going to be booked as a proper superstar, say, like, when AJ Styles debuted, for example, if Vince likes him and books him similar to that, you know, in his first year on the main roster, you could be looking at a new star. So don't write off Adam Cole yet for WWE, that's what I'd say. But what was your thoughts on the two out of three falls, yourself?
1: Oh, I hated the ending. I
0: think the fans hated the ending, too, because, like... Sorry they to cut did in, that, they, yeah. they did, they did, they did chant this is bullshit or bullshit at the end, yeah. Carry yeah. on. Yeah,
1: um... The freaking... Yeah, the first match, like you said, ended pretty well. The street fight... Okay, yeah, that was, that was you know, the street fight, and then the steel cage match. Like, but honestly, I feel like we've seen it before. I feel like we already saw it with him, with Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano. So I was like, I feel like I've already seen this before. And then, like, the reason I hated the ending is like, yeah, he's caught kind the of submission, but um, there's a kendo stick literally like right in front of you. Why don't you reach for that and smack him with it? But instead, uh,
0: he just tapped out. It was very strange, honestly. The way that he just tapped out it was like it just caught everyone by surprise and not necessarily in a good way. I was like, mm, okay, not like when Oscar choked out Bailey at Takeover mm-hmm. Dallas. Do you know what I mean? It didn't have that effect on me. But um, yeah, it was what it was. Uh, okay, your main event was a out of retirement, I guess. I don't know if he he wasn't retired, but um, Samoa Joe beating Karrion Cross for the NXT title. Um, my thoughts <laughs> again, I couldn't get into this match. I'm not really a fan of Samoa Joe's anyway, like never have been. I'm impressed by him, but it's just ne- I've never been a fan of his really. Karrion Cross has been very, very watered down on the main roster where he's appeared on Raw. So I've mm-hmm. lost a lot of interest in him as well recently. So for me, this just fell flat from the get-go. Um, and there was no Scarlett with him as well, which didn't make any sense to me. I was like, where the hell is Scarlett? So I feel like we watched a main roster Karrion Cross in NXT. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but that's what I felt like I watched. And Samoa Joe is your first ever third time NXT champion. So interesting to see where that goes, but I'm also not overly that bothered. But yeah, what were your thoughts? Um, it was a
1: short match, honestly. Well, it was like 12, 13 minutes, I think it was. Yeah, it was very uh, short. Uh, honestly, not the best match in the world. I mean. Because yeah, I mean, it's just Joe's much older now. He can't really move as well as he used to. And plus, he was out of the ring for a long time because he was on commentary. So I'm pretty sure he was still a little bit um not fit. And then Cross, I mean, he's never had the greatest match in NXT. But the fact that they took Scarlet away from him, it's like it's just it's just you. Like, what else is there to you?
0: Yeah, it's very strange Like why Scarlett isn't with him, because she's been with him the whole NXT run, and where she hasn't been with him on Raw, that's what made me think I'm just watching Raw's Karrion Cross versus Samoa Joe, you know, it's just a bit lost, and I think that's sometimes the problem with having people on multiple shows, Um, sometimes where you're like, mm. and where, bearing in mind the way he's been losing to Jeff Hardy and stuff hasn't been very good, so... um. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that was TakeOver. Out of a poor, satisfactory, good, and excellent, what are you giving this show? Eh,
1: It was a satisfactory, not the greatest show. It did its job.
0: I'm going to give it a satisfactory as well. I actually think it was one of the weaker TakeOvers that I've seen. And I don't think that's... I think that's quite telling of where NXT is at the moment. Um, You know, I was quoted at saying to my mate the other day at work, like, oh, NXT is in the mud at the moment because I haven't really enjoyed it fairly recently for lots of different reasons. But, yeah, it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. So, um, yeah, that was NXT TakeOver. That's all I've got for the weekends or this, you know, the latest wrestling action. We've been on, you know, almost two hours now. Have you got anything else that you want to add?
1: No, I think we we covered
0: it all, no? Uh, let me just flick through my notes. See, yeah, I've got nothing, nothing else at all. Um, okay, cool. Who's gonna be your wrestler of this episode? Then,
1: uh, it could only be one,
0: <laughs> it's CM Punk.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, it's gotta be bearing in mind, he hasn't even done anything yet, he's just done, he just promo. literally
1: just walked out and
0: just, yeah. We've all gone like little girls. I love you, Punk. Uh yeah, it's gotta be CM Punk this, this time round. Uh all right, so where can people find you on the social as well? Sorry, do that one as well. Oh uh,
1: yeah. You can find me at it's me Stevie30 at uh Instagram and Twitter.
0: Awesome. I am at James 91 both Twitter, Instagram. Uh I try and keep my Facebook for just friends, but if you want to add me, go for it. Um Cool. So we will be back hopefully then uh after all out, which is in what two weeks that we just said, not this weekend, the weekend after. So we'll try and squeeze in a show at some point that week. Um yeah. Anything else you want to add or are we or we wrapping this up, boy. I think we're good. Awesome. Thank you for listening as always, guys. And um yeah, we'll see you down the line. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Are you kidding me?